It's time for another great high school sports presentation on ESPN Tri-Cities. Listen to this and all high school sports at newschannelnebraska.com. Now let's get you out to the game for high school sports on ESPN Tri-Cities. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local, shop Nebraska, shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef, real Nebraska beef. Welcome back to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show here on ESPN Radio. Moving our venue to get the altar field. Memorial Field's beautiful, but a lot more snow and carny, so a chance to get a game in at least this week. Going to Lincoln East to take on the Spartans, number 10 team in the state, and head coach Brad Archer is with us. And Coach, uh, on one hand, it looked like we were going to have a bunch of games this week at home mother nature has changed that up here a little bit how does that change up the way that you put a lineup together well uh, as you said we were supposed to play uh, three home games this week and so obviously two of those have been uh, postponed but uh, we have an opportunity to uh, go to lincoln today and play uh, lincoln east there they had a field open and we're going to take advantage of that so we'll get uh, at least one game in this week uh, uh, basically, it just uh, is uh, a fact of, uh, you know, realigning your pitching and those type of things. So uh, Lucas Wagner will get to start today against uh, Lincoln East. And then we've got uh, two big games on uh, Saturday back down in Lincoln versus uh, Miller West and Miller South. So, so we'll have all our pitching uh, ready to go here. Tell me a little bit about what you've already seen from Lucas in his outings this year. Well, uh, Lucas has uh, great stuff. He has above-average fastball and a good breaking pitch. Uh, the biggest thing is for Lucas to get on a roll and throw strikes. Uh, his first game out, he uh, um, struggled a little bit throwing strikes, and so consequently uh, ran into some problems. But uh, came back his uh, second start against uh, Lincoln Pius and threw, uh, threw a great game, was in control of the uh, strike zone, and gave us an opportunity to win. Well, you got the monkey off the back, and I suppose it's more about the kids. Uh, you never want to start 0-1-1, and then you go to 2-3-4, and 3 and 4, and you're going, oh, boy, uh, we don't like this streak. But the kids finished strong last weekend. Uh, probably would have had some momentum had you been able to play right away on Monday. Uh, what went better uh, in those second and third games that you played down at the Pius Tournament? Well, the biggest factor has been the pitching. We uh, kind of came out of the gate and did not throw uh, real well, and, and the kids would tell you that we uh, really struggled getting the ball across the plate, and so consequently, uh, those games are kind of out of reach in a hurry. But uh, I think uh, all three of the uh, starting pitchers that had an opportunity to throw that second time around uh, all uh, uh, really did a great job and came back. They, you know, they're able to get their feet wet that first start. And you know, I go back to Aiden Poppy. Aiden's always been a strike thrower, and he struggled his first outing, and then came back his second outing, and I think he threw 41 strikes out of 60 pitches. So, you know, just just the difference that getting the ball across the plate, and then uh, we played good defense behind those guys as well. And you put that combination together, and and we're finally starting to maybe catch up to the live pitching a little bit from an offensive standpoint. Uh, so things kind of worked out for us uh, two of those three games uh, this past weekend. 
Still early, but uh, a couple of kids. I mean, Bo Scala's leading you right now offensively out there. As we talked about the first time uh, when we got the season underway, you were going to have some new faces out there, at least from a high school standpoint. Uh, talk about where you're seeing. You, you mentioned about catching up to live pitching, but talk about Bo and, and Larson is uh, hitting three thirty three for you as well. Yeah, for sure. Uh, Bo, uh, you know, kind of got his opportunity after about two or three games in, and that was kind of by design. We're going to give everybody kind of a shot there early on and, and see how things uh, work out from there. And then Bo got a shot, and, and Bo right now I think is hitting right around 600, something like that. And so uh, obviously he's taking advantage of that opportunity, and so he'll continue to get some uh, starts here, and, and hopefully he keeps up the great job he's doing. Uh, Caleb Larson, uh, probably the best best thing Caleb does is, is hit, and he's done a good job for us there. Uh, we started him off leading off the year, and now we've kind of got him back down into the three-hole, three, three hole, you know, hopefully pick up some RBIs and those type of things. But uh, he does a good job at the plate and, and is certainly off to a, a good start. Nolan Smith, who uh, led our team in RBIs last spring, has, has uh, kind of picked up the pace here the last couple games, and I think he has his average up above 300 as well. And, and uh, Quentin Foster kind of got off to a slow start, but he, but, uh, he as well has, has uh, been able to uh, kind of pick up the pace. So we're, we're kind of finding our way here, but uh, slow but surely. But uh, these kids, will, they've come around. We've got some very talented kids. And, and like I said, it's kind of a matter of uh, catching up to the live pitching. Brad Archer with us here for another minute on the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show, getting ready to take on Lincoln East. Coach, uh, what can you tell us about today's opponent? Well, Lincoln East, uh, as you said earlier, I think is ranked 10th in the state uh, in, in uh, some of the publications, whatnot. Uh, they're a team that had a great year last year, very competitive, kind of senior dominated last year. They've got about five kids back or so, and they're off to a good start again this year. And, and uh, we expect that we'll get their uh, best shot today. But uh, uh, like Anise is a program over the last couple of years that's been uh, right in there towards the uh, upper echelon, so to speak. And so uh, it's great playing uh, that competition. And, and like I said, it doesn't get any easier for us. We play uh, uh, the number one team in the state in Miller West on Saturday. And then, uh, you know, they're the returning state champion. And then, uh, the returning state runner-up in Miller South. We play on Saturday as well. So, but uh, that's what we signed up for. We play, I've always said, we play a great schedule, and, and uh, I think we have a, a great schedule that we put together since uh, year one, and, and we enjoy playing those teams, and it's up to us to uh, go out and perform. You might be playing more games at Hartog than you do at Memorial Field, uh, at least in the first month here. You're going to be, depending on the, the reschedule of a game or two, you're going to play anywhere from 12 to 15 consecutive games here on the road. What kind of challenge does that uh, put out there for your kids? Well, we're, we're kind of used to it, especially uh, during the spring here, uh, just with our location and whatnot. And, and uh uh, you know, our our, our kids uh, don't have a problem traveling and those type of things. So, uh, uh, as you said, we, we play a lot of games in Lincoln. I think we go back uh, there, like I said, Saturday, and then we go back Monday versus Lincoln Northeast, back to Hartog as well. So, and then I think that next Saturday we're back in Lincoln for uh, Lincoln High and North. So, uh, yes, we do. We play a lot of games, but uh, we're used to the travel, and, and uh, our kids will still be very competitive. All right, Coach, you're looking for a good one on the road today, and uh, always appreciate your time. Best of luck. 
Okay, thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. That's Brad Archer, head coach of the Cardi Bearcats, and we head back to Lincoln for afternoon baseball right after this on ESPN Tri-City. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing of Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blake, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. And welcome back, everyone. Uh, Unfortunately, we had a little technical difficulty there at the beginning, so in case you missed our starting lineup, brought to you by Five Points Bank. Carney here at Lincoln East this afternoon. The game was supposed to be at home, so they will be the visiting team. Catcher Cole Throckmorton leads it off. Carter Lee will play second base. He bats second. Then Caleb Larson at third. Bryce Anderson, the designated hitter. Followed by Nolan Smith at first, Bo Scala in left, Quinn Foster in center, Griffin Novacek in right, and Garrison Burns at short. Lucas Wagner will be the pitcher. We're ready to go. You've been listening to the Hogemeyer Hybrids pregame show. Chase Nelson is the pitcher of record to start things off here today for Lincoln East. And he'll fire a fastball down the middle. It's fouled back and over our heads for strike number one. 0-1-1 to the catcher, Cole Throckmorton. Open stance. He'll take a swing at a fastball a little higher and miss that one. Strike two. 0 and 2. Uh, missing today is Ty Rettinger. He's a little under the weather. And so he is going to be out of the lineup today, platooning at catcher. Here's a curveball ripped down the third baseline. That could be extra bases. The 0 2 pitch, Throckmorton on his horse. He rounds first. They decide to hold him right there as the left fielder, Troy Peltz, got over to it. But a leadoff single on an 0 2 hanging curveball. From Chase Nelson, and a good start here to the ball game for Carney High. The lineup defensively for Lincoln East: Troy Peltz in left, Mason Gaines in center, Harrison Beaster in right, Tanner Peterson at third, Owen Lassing at second, AJ Avasco at first, and Joey Senstock is at short. Jeter Worthley going to Michigan to play is the catcher, and Chase Nelson on the mound. So Carter Lee, the left-hander, stands in. He'll take a fastball up for ball number one. 1-0 on a windy, windy day here at Den Hartog Field, but at least there's no snow, and that is the key because that is why we are not in Kearney today. The 1-0 pitch squares to bunt and takes one right down to Hart for strike number one, one ball, one strike. Caleb Larson will be on deck, then Bryce Anderson. Here in Lincoln, it is 75 degrees, but the wind is out of the south at some 27 miles per hour, which means it's going to be howling out towards left here at Hartug. And the 1-1 pitch to Lee. He'll nub one down the third baseline. He'll only have one play over to first off the bag, but the tag is made. And so just like a bunt, Carter Lee crowns into the fielder's choice, 5-3, and Throckmorton will advance over to second. They did not courtesy run for Throckmorton. In fact, both teams have their catchers in the leadoff role here today, which is unusual. And that means Worthley, as we said, going to Michigan to play. Uh, some other sports news today. Uh, Stu Pospisil just says that uh, after Doug Woodard retired, they're going to promote at Bellevue West Steve Klein from assistant coach to take over that spot. And now back to action here with a man at second. And Caleb Larson steps in. Larson's off to a good start offensively here. He is the third baseman for Carney. And the curveball bounces in front of the plate. Nice block there 
by Worthley, and it'll be ball one, one and oh. Again, we have on ESPN Hastings, the Kearney Central City uh, finish, and both teams leave a runner stranded. They're headed to the ninth inning at 11-all. Remember, that started in the third at 2-2, suspended from Monday. Here is the 1-0 pitch on the way, and that's right down to heart. Good fastball for strike one. One ball, one strike. Throckmorton started the ball game with a single down the left field line on an 0-2 pitch. Lee chopped it to third, and now Larson a 1-1 count. Not really holding the runner at second, so Throckmorton can get a little bit bigger lead, and because of that, the pitcher, Chase Nelson's going to step off the mound, which I thought was a pretty good idea. They really weren't holding Throckmorton on at all. And they're really not doing it again. Throckmorton, a good lead. Here's the pitch. Going to be just a little bit outside. Swung on and missed by Larson. Strike two, one ball and two strikes. Bryce Anderson will be up next. And back there in Hastings, when Central City gets done with that game, they turn around and play Adams Central in a regularly scheduled season game. Central City was supposed to host Adams Central, but so that they could get them both finished, they came to Hastings. And the 1-2 pitch now to Caleb Larson. Nelson takes his time, fires, that's pop foul down the right field line and out of play. So the count will remain one ball and two strikes. Lincoln East comes in ranked number 10 in the Omaha World Herald Class A rankings. Our high school baseball is brought to you by Optical Gallery and Johnson Landscape of Kearney. Once again, a 1-2 pitch coming up from Nelson is going to be waved out and missed, kept it down and away, and the first strike out of the ball game for Caleb Larson, and that'll bring up the designated hitter, Bryce Anderson. Anderson stands in there for Carney High. He can do a little pitching for you. He can do a little damage at the plate. He's hitting 267 so far. And we are now going to get the courtesy runner for Carney High. So coming in for Carney as the courtesy runner will be Owen Fritzen. Owen Fritzen, the courtesy runner for Carney. One on, two out, and the power left-hander Bryce Anderson steps in there for Carney. If he can pull one into the outfield, Carney would get on board here in the first inning. After the courtesy runner, we wait, we wait, we wait. And now Chase Nelson is ready to throw, and he says, no, I'm going to step off. Again, you have got the second baseman, Owen Lacing, way away from the bag and playing almost straight up at short is Joey Senstock. You brought in a courtesy runner. You have to figure he's the fastest guy coming off your bench. The pitch finally is going to be down at the knees but low. Ball one to Bryce Anderson. Top of the first, just underway on KXPN Carney and NewsChannelNebraska.com. As you can hear the wind howling along here at Hartog Field, as we said, directly blowing across the field from first to third, right to left. And the 1-0 pitch. Going to be taken over the outside half for strike number one. Good fastball, it looks like, early on here from Chase Nelson. Carney's put the ball in play a couple of times and needs to do so again to keep this inning alive. One ball, one strike to Bryce Anderson. Nolan Smith will be on deck. Carney trying to get their third straight win. And with more baseball coming up this weekend, the pitch low and in. And again, a nice job by Worthley to keep that from going to the backstop. Ball two. Two balls, one strike to Anderson. Carney falling to Papio South, Papillion La Vista, Lincoln Southeast, and Pius. Coming up, as you heard from Coach Millard West, Millard South, they're going to have played almost all of the top ten teams 
in their first 10 games. Not all of them, but close to it. As we said, East is number 10. Both teams this weekend are ranked. West is number one. It's 2-1. and one. Nelson working very slowly. The pitch is going to be swung on and fouled down the left field line. It's high in the air, drifting, drifting. And if the wind was going to help it, it is actually a lot deeper than I thought, but still foul. As you can see, the wind affect that one down the left field line, the opposite field. It's two balls and two strikes. And as you heard Coach Archer say in the pregame interview, his hitters are starting to catch up to live pitching. You can do all that BP starting all the way back in January, but you're soft tossing most of the time. You're not firing it in there. And it took him a little while to get things underway this season. They only had nine runs in their first four losses. And the 2-2 pitch. Swung on and ripped towards right field. It's in the hole for a base hit. Rounding third, Fritzen. They're going to send him to the plate. Nope, they're going to hold him up, and it's a good thing they did. Good throw by the right fielder, Harrison Beaster. But the inning stays alive, and you kind of go back to everything that happened in there. Could have Cole Throckmorton stretch that opening base hit into a double? Probably not. And even if he had, he would have still stayed there on the ground out by Carter Lee. And now we're going to have a big powwow on the mound this early in the baseball game for uh, Lincoln East. Coach Michael Lonick out there in the blue and white pinstripes. So two hits here in the inning. Anderson getting the single. He's at first. And the courtesy runner, Owen Fritzen, is at third. And that will bring up Nolan Smith. He is hitting 294 with one extra base hit so far this year. As we said, it's also the opening day of Major League Baseball. And don't know how to feel about this. The Royals are tied and scoreless with Minnesota in the top of the sixth. So that means Zach Greinke's doing good things, but it also means Royals offense kind of looking like it did last year. But you expect some really good games. Bottom of the fourth, Texas and Philadelphia 5-5. Toronto leads the Cardinals 4-3 in the fourth. Atlanta beat Washington 7-2, and the Yankees beat the Giants 5-0 already today. The Rockies play tonight at San Diego. All right, first and third. You won't see Smith going anywhere as the first pitch. Excuse me, Anderson going anywhere. The curveball low, ball one to the batter, Nolan Smith. So we'll see what Carney can get done here, battling in the top of the first inning. In a road game that was to have been at home. And the 1-0 pitch now to Smith. Fastball caught the outside corner for strike one. One and one. Again, Bryce Anderson standing at first. Not a threat to steal over there. Fritz and the courtesy runner down at third. Runners on the corners with two outs here in the top of the first. And a 1-1 pitch coming up to Carney's Nolan Smith. Curveball swung on and missed. That one actually had a little action to it. It's strike two. Smith took a mighty cut at it, but came up empty. The leading Hitter average-wise on the season, Bo Scala waits on deck. So, boy, if Smith could get a base hit here, Carney could really do some damage. But these are those innings. Is it zero or do you get two or three? And the one-two. Fastball swung on and missed. He's doing a great job, Chase Nelson is, of keeping his pitches over the outer half and his second strikeout here of the inning. So on the top of the first, Carney no runs, two hits. There were no errors, two men left on base. After an end of a half an inning, it's the Bearcats nothing. The Spartans coming to bat. You're listening to Carney High Baseball on ESPN. B&B Carpet and Donovan is here to fill all your flooring needs. We have a great B&B family that has many years of experience, 
and will take good care of you through the whole buying and installing process to help give you peace of mind and to make you happy with your entire flooring purchase. Come in to B&B and let us help you with your flooring needs. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drip control, defomer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Glad to have you along with us for today's baseball action. And on the mound, Lucas Wegner for Carney High. He will be facing Jeter Worthley. He'll catch, batting second to center fielder Mason Gaines, then designated hitter Garrett Springer. In the cleanup spot, the first baseman, A.J. Avasco. Shortstop, Joey Senstock. Then the left fielder, Troy Peltz, bats sixth. He'll be followed by Owen Lacing, the second baseman. Harrison Beaster, the right fielder. And Tanner Peterson bats ninth and plays third base. Carney left a couple on in the top of the first inning. And Wagner now getting his third start of the year, hoping to uh, show that he is the number one pitcher for this Carney Bearcat baseball team. As we said for Wagner, he's been out there and done his job. And wants to get that win here today. Six and a third innings pitched so far. And Worthley stands in there. The Michigan commit. And the first pitch is a fastball over the outside corner for strike one. Well placed. Worthley up there with that bright orange bat. Saw one of those last time we were at home. And you take a look at what Jeter's done this year. Probably not off to the offensive start that he was hoping for. Next pitch is a fastball high. And that'll even the count. At one and one, he's hitting 278 with two doubles and two RBIs. He's five out of 25 out of 18 and has a few walks in there. And the one-one pitch tries to snap off a curve, caught the corner, strike two. So it's one and two for Wegner. Also, of course, going on to play a little college baseball and hoping that he can jump a level after that position to start his career. And out of the windup, the one-two, swung on and hit towards short. Burns is there in the hole and throws to first in time. So one up and one down as you've got Burns playing short today in place of Carter Lee, who is over at second base. So that'll bring up the center fielder, Mason Gaines. Gaines is hitting 333 in the first six games of the season here. He's been up 15 times, had five hits, no extra base hits, and a couple of RBIs. Hastings has ended up beating Central City Fullerton Center today, 12-11. to 11. I believe that finished off in nine innings. So now they have to get everybody ready to go, and the Adams Central game will start much later. 
First pitch here is ball one, outside low to Gaines. He's a left-handed hitter. Wagner stares in to his catcher, Brock Morton. And finally, time is called. Wagner took a long, long time. Playing pretty much straight up despite the wind howling towards left field. Now they will move the center fielder Foster over a little bit. The pitch way inside into the backstop. Wagner a little anxious and overthrew that one ball too. Two balls, no strikes. Here at Den Hartog Field, Doug Duda with you on ESPN Tri-Cities. Carney back down. On the road this weekend, the pitch from Wagner, fastball low and away, and all of a sudden it's 3-0. Garrett Springer, the designated hitter, is on deck. So Carney actually comes back to Lincoln, but to play two Millard schools on Saturday, west and south. And Wagner, the 3-0. Oh, swung on. A mighty cut. I guess, excuse me, I had it wrong. It was a 2-1 count, so that's why we got the mighty swing, 2-2. Two Two balls, two strikes to Gaines. With one out and nobody on. And Wegner's pitch going to sail high. Ball three, three and two. Both pitchers today not going to hit. And that's pretty much the MO for Lucas, at least in the high school season. And so the count's gone full, and Wagner with the line of the payoff pitch, swung on and hit towards second base in the hole. It's picked up there and thrown over by Carter Lee. He was playing well towards first base for the pull of the left-handed hitter. Otherwise, that would have been out into right field. But two ground outs here, and that'll bring up Garrett Springer, the designated hitter for the 4-2 Spartans, ranked 10th this week in Class A. And for Springer, he'll stand in there for East Sporting a batting average of uh, less than 200. So not usually what you see from a designated hitter, but they're going to try and get him some at-bats here, hitting 176, breaking ball that just missed, broke a little late. It was very close. There was a lot of knee buckling, probably even from the umpire there, but it's going to be high, ball one. In the first here on ESPN Tri-Cities. And the wind by Wagner. And that off-speed pitch is going to be inside ball two, two and oh. Our high school baseball brought to you by Five Points Bank and ENT Physicians of Kearney. Outfield playing pretty deep, even over in right field. And the first breaking ball is going to be inside ball three. So now it is three and oh to Springer of Asco on deck. In right field, Griffin Novacek, Quinn Foster in center, Bo Scala in left, but the first two outs have been ground outs. And the 3-0 from Wagner. Right down the middle, and that's in there for strike one. Wagner has a little unusual style, a little different over the last couple of years. When he's in the full wind, he starts and then stops and faces third base and then fires at home. Looks right in at the batter, 3-1 pitch. Now he turns, comes to a complete stop, and fires the 3-1 pitch, and it hit him. A curveball that didn't, popped him on the left elbow for the right-handed batter. And Springer, it would have been ball four, but it did hit him on the elbow, hit by a pitch. So a runner at first with two outs, and that'll bring up the first baseman, A.J. Avasco. He is another left-handed hitter, hitting 333, Has a double, two triples on the season out of his six hits. So he's got the speed. He's the cleanup hitter. He's a tall young man. So there's a large strike zone over here. 
And for the first time this afternoon, Wagner will pitch from the stretch. And it's going to be a breaking ball up, ball one. One and oh. Again, Carney not to play at home again until after the Heartland Athletic Conference Tournament. Fremont, the rescheduled game on the 14th. And the 1-0 pitch from Wagner. Fastball, low it in. Good job by Throckmorton to keep it from going to the screen. 2-0. And Wagner has to not worry about the kid over at first. It doesn't look like Springer has any intention of going anywhere. With two outs here, a very short lead. Check of the runner. And Wagner will fire the 2-0 pitch, and that's going to be just low, ball three. So seven of his last eight pitches out of the zone, and the only one that was called a strike was the 3-0 automatic on Springer, and then he plunked him. Three balls, no strikes. So the cleanup hitter of Asuka with two outs in the first, and the fastball is in there for strike one. Three and one. A ground out to short by Wordley. A ground out to second by Gaines. And then Springer was hit on a 3-1 pitch. So it's a three-ball, one-strike count again to A.J. Avasco. And this one is going to be skied into left field. How much will the win take it? It's back. It's back. It's to the warning track. It's out of here. And that's a wind-aided home run. Opposite field shot. A.J. Avasco, Wegner fell behind in the count, gave up a walk, and this is across all of baseball what you try to avoid, the gimmies, and it's 2 to nothing to Lincoln East on the two-run home run. So seven hits, four of them for extra bases for A.J. Avasco on the season, and it is 2 to nothing. All the damage coming with two outs, and that'll bring up the shortstop, Joey Senstock. At first, it looked like both Scala had a beat on it, but just kept drifting, drifting, and it clanks off the scoreboard here at Hartog Field. So we get the baseball in play and we're ready to go with the shortstop, Joey Senstock. And Carney playing from behind here in the first inning. He skies it in the air. Could stay in play towards third, but no. And again, there's one that the wind pushed out of play because Caleb Larson was right there. Lincoln East, Coach Lonick was trying to get out of the way. He didn't know where the baseball was, and there was almost a collision. And the ball just got into the Lincoln East bullpen. 0-1 to Joey Senstock. And how about 0-2 as he takes this one? Low it in. So after giving up the home run, Wagner trying to recover and get to the dugout here and get Carney's offense out there in the 0-2 pitch. To Senstock, way up and in, over his head. Ball one, one and two. So Wegner, about three times now, has just flat tried to overthrow when you can see the ball sail away. Now one, two pitch as he works quickly. Curve ball, did, and it's outside. Ball two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, two runs in. Nobody on here in the bottom of the first. East two, Carney nothing. Troy Pelt's on deck. The 2-2 pitch to Senstock from Wegner. Crowded right back up the middle, slow roller, shortstop Burns gloves it and then throws it way over the head of the first baseman. That would have been a base hit anyway. That's going to be a base hit, but since it got out of play, it will be a throwing error to allow him to get to second base. Burns made a nice play right behind the second base bag, kind of snow-coated off the ground. 
And so it'll be a single in advance to second on the throwing error. And Lincoln East getting something going here with two outs. And breaking out the orange aluminum bat again is going to be the left fielder, Troy Peltz. Peltz hitting just 143 so far on the season. Only a couple of hits in 14 at-bats. And Wagner brings it outside, ball one. Well, got off to a good start. Now that pitch count just elevating, elevating, elevating right here in the first inning. Carney trying to get out of this first inning. Wagner kind of having some control problems here after the first two guys. Fastball behind it and fouled away. Strike one, one and one. And actually he had a full count on Gaines before he grounded out to second. So... He has had a three-ball count on three batters, two and two on Senstock. He actually threw better to the leadoff man, Wordley. And the 0-1 pitch from Wagner, a knee buckler. He didn't chase the curveball. Blocked there by Throckmorton, and it's ball number two. Two balls, one strike to Peltz. Owen Lacing is up next. High School Baseball brought to you by Florang Chiropractic and Wellness, the Tri-Cities only board certified sports chiropractor located in Kearney, florangchiropractic.com. The 2-1 pitch from Wagner, swung on and missed, strike two, two and two. Again, Hastings going extra innings to beat Central City, Fullerton Centura 12-11 to in nine innings. Now Central City will play Adams Central. Two balls, two strikes, two outs, a man at second, two already across in the first, and Wagner kicks and fires the 2-2, and it's outside, ball three. The fourth of six batters to get to a three-ball count here on the starting pitcher, Lucas Wagner. So no matter what happens, we're going to see some bullpen here today. And the 3-2 pitch, low to the backstop, wild pitch, ball four. And let's see if we get a trip to the mound. And now they're just going to turn first and go to second. Because had Throckmorton thrown it down to second, you might have seen the runner come home. So, Peltz gets a walk. Gets down to second. Had a wild pitch that got Senstock down to third. Runners at second and third, two outs. And Owen Lansing, the second baseman coming in. And now it looks like we will get a little equipment thrown off there by Peltz. Over to his first base coach. And Owen Lacey, the second baseman, will stand in there. Carney's got to get it done right now. It's getting a little out of control. The pitch from Wagner, fastball in there for strike one. 0 and 1. Lacey comes in with a 222 batting average. Hasn't seen as many at bats as some of his teammates. The seventh man to come to the plate here in the first. Wagner fastball drilled into left field. That's going to score them both. It's 4-0 Lincoln East here in the bottom of the first inning. And with the throw coming home, it gets away. The runner's going to go all the way to third. Oh, man. So a throwing error from left will allow Lacey to get all the way over to third. And then you get an RBI single out of the deal from Owen. He drives in two. And all this with nobody on and two outs. Four runs and another runner at third. And Harrison Beaster, the right fielder, will stand in there. And this is what Carney thought maybe they had settled down this past weekend. They didn't have anything that occurred. They gave up five runs last weekend in three games. Five total. And the pitch. Up and away, ball one. So very disheartening. 
Carney could have jumped on top, had two men on, left them on in the top of the first. Looked like they were going to get possibly out of here one, two, three, but the walk slash hit by batter on a 3-1 pitch, home run, error. Fastball outside, ball two, it's 2-0. Two oh. Josh Redman actually out of the dugout over here. I mean, they kind of sit on the edge to give the pitching signals, but Wegner now struggling. And has to be frustrated a little bit. This inning should have been over. And the pitch. Squaring to bunt. Takes it back. Strike call. Two and one. Tanner Peterson is on deck if they bat around here in the first. Four to nothing. Lincoln East. Over the Bearcats of Carney High here on ESPN. Harrison Beaster, the left-handed batter. Two-one pitch. Swung on. Check swing, actually, and fouled back over the east dugout and out of play. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Once again, Wagner one pitch away from getting out of this inning, but it's been way longer than he wanted it to be. East has been hitting for over 15 minutes. And the 2-2 count, the pitch. Low and in fastball, ball three. Count is full. Three and two to Beaster, and again, a three-ball count. Five of the eight batters have got to a three-ball count here on Wagner, the pitch. And he'll hit it into center field, pretty well hit, should be in play. Foster under it, and finally the inning comes to a close, but not before the damage was done. Four runs in the inning on three hits, two Carney errors, and one man left on base. One inning in the book at Den Hartog Field. It's Lincoln East 4 and Carney nothing. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery will help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion. With unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own. And every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Don't forget, later tonight, it's the men's NIT championship game here on ESPN, Alabama, Birmingham, and North Texas. Nobody would have picked those two, but nobody would have picked the Final Four in the NCAA either. 8.30 tonight here on ESPN. As we go to the top of the second inning, Bo Scala, Quinn Foster, Griffin Novacek. 6-7-8 and will start things off with the first pitch from Nelson is high. Ball one to Bo Scala. He's the leading hitter so far. 
for Carney High, and we get a fastball at the knees, strike one. Some music kind of started inadvertently right in the middle of that pitch. Don't think it affected anything, but it cut a look from our home plate umpire, John Maxwell. Curveball hit down the left field line, but it's going to be foul. And so it's one and two. Scala coming in with a batting average of 667. But he's only had 10 at bats. Six out of 10. 600, not 667. 600, excuse me. Six out of 10. And a couple doubles, four RBIs. Trying to get things started here for Carney with a 1-2 count. Ooh, up and in. Got out of the way. That's why you wear the face guard. Two balls, two strikes. In Throckmorton, got a leadoff single to start the game, but Carney could not score. Left two on in the first. The pitch. Curveball hit him. And Nelson turns, grabs the bill of his cap, pulls it down over his face. Says shucks. And so Scala will trot down to first. Each team has had one batter plunked, and that'll bring up the center fielder for the Bearcats in Quinn Foster. He's hitting 250, and again, anybody that's about 250 and above, and you heard Coach Archer say it in the pregame, the first couple of games were so abysmal that it took a few hits just to even get to 250, and that's where Foster is. The first pitch is a fastball high, 1-0. He hauled in the final out to finally put an end to that first inning. 320 to left and right, 360 in the gaps, which isn't all that much, and then 400 to dead straightaway center here at Hartog Field on the campus of Lincoln East. 1-0 pitch, fouled straight back to the screen. Strike one on Foster, 1-1. One one. Our high school baseball brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Hellman Main, Costler and Cottle, your home for Carney High Baseball. ESPN Tri-Cities, KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings. And NewsChannelNebraska.com, short lead over at first for Scala. And the 1-1 pitch, big curveball. They're going to give him strike two over the outer corner. One and two, Griffin Novacek is on deck. And again, Nelson's doing a great job of picking the outside corner. Up, middle, low, but that's where he's living right now. Is over the outside, taking a lot of time. Now finally comes set, and we will get time here from Quinn Foster. Four nothing Lincoln East after one, doing all their damage with two outs. One ball, two strikes, and Foster. The pitch is going to be low. Ball two, just a fastball. Two balls, two strikes. Nelson's already shown that he's not afraid to challenge the strike zone with a two-strike fastball. Had a couple of strikeouts in the first inning. Two and two again, a short lead. The pitch, curveball, swung on and missed. Strike three. The third strikeout of the ball game, and Foster goes down swinging to bring up the right fielder in Griffin Novacek. Novacek only one hit so far on the season. Trying to figure that out. The left-handed batter will slide in there. Check down with Brad Archer in that third base coach's box. Griffin could lay down a bunt here, but if he did, it'd probably be more for a base hit. And the pitch. Swung on and hit right past the first baseman. And it's hit hard enough that that is not going to allow the runner to turn and go anywhere. So Bo Scala will stay at second, but a nice job by Novacek. Jumped on the first pitch he saw and ripped it by the first baseman, A.J. Avasco, who had the home run in the first inning. 
So once again, two on now with one out. And that'll bring up Garrison Burns, the shortstop. Burns hitting 200 so far on the season in 10 at-bats this year. He's got a couple of hits, one RBI. And Throckmorton on deck, so when you're down 4 nothing so quickly, you want to try and get right back in it. Carney's got an opportunity here with two on and one out. And Nelson comes set, kicks and fires, and it's going to be hit in the left center field. That's a base hit. Not quite enough to get into the gap, but enough to drive it a run, and Carney is on the board. So Nelson's throwing strikes, and sometimes when you throw too many, you put your bat out there and you find a way to drive it a run, and that's exactly what Garrison Burns did. He gets the RBI as Scala comes around to score. Lincoln East four and Carney one. Novacek down to second, and we flip it to the top of the order. Throckmorton took an 0-2 pitch from Nelson right inside the third base bag to start the ball game, and then ended up when Fritz and Courtesy ran for him and stranded him at third. So still runners at first and second, just switching places, and the pitch outside, ball one. So try and maybe rattle Nelson a little bit, like Lincoln East did with Lucas Wagner. Carney putting the ball in play. And with that open stance, the catcher Throckmorton, and then he'll close it when he goes into his windup. And the pitch. There's a good one, but a little low. Ball two coming up was Wordley. He looked at first, but nobody was really covering as Burns slid back in there. Ball two. Two and oh. So now Throckmorton's got to be smart up there. Make sure that it is a strike. Maybe even take it all the way considering where you're at in the ball game. The 2-0 pitch to him. And that's going to be in the upper portion of the strike zone. Strike one. Cole not the tallest kid. And that one was definitely across the letters. Two balls, one strike. It all depends where those letters are on your uniform, right? Two and one. With Carter Lee on deck, trying to get a big inning right back at him is Carney, the pitch. Swung on and hit to center field. It's a line shot back, back, probably going to catch it, and he does, is Mason Gaines. The runners do not tag up. That was hit right on the button. They was actually playing, considering the wind, a little shallow in center. They're playing much more shallow in the outfield than Carney High is. And it's a fly out to center for Throckmorton. Now two on, two out, and Carter Lee who grounded into a fielder's choice in the first inning, will stand in there. 4-1 Lincoln East here in the top of the second inning on ESPN. So Nelson takes a look in his catcher, Wordley, waving the bat, the left-hander, Lee, as the wind continues to howl on the pitch. He'll take it for strike one. I think you can live a little bit in the upper portion of the strike zone from what we've seen here from our home plate umpire. So both pitchers figuring that out here after the first time through the order. Novacek at second, Burns at first. With two outs here in the second, the pitch to Lee. Swung on and missed. So he's challenged him, and it's 0-2. Larson on deck. Nelson, three strikeouts. He's going for his fourth right here. Let's see if Carter Lee can find a little outfield turf. No balls, two strikes. Nelson hasn't thrown as many curves lately. Let's see if he brings one here. The 0-2 pitch, swung on and fouled back. Just kind of protected the plate there. Good job by Carter Lee. Again, earlier today in a back-and-forth affair, 
Hastings was able to defeat Central City Fullerton Centura. Completion of a suspended game from earlier this week by a score of 12 to 11 in nine innings. Once again, the 0-2 pitch to Carter Lee. Fastball hit into center, and it is going to get down. One run will score, and the other runner will have to stop at second, and it's 4-2. He didn't kill it, but he was able to get it to that center field turf like we were talking about in an RBI single for Carter Lee, and the lead is cut in half as Novacek comes around to score East 4. And Carney two. Burns is at second. Lee is at first. And now Caleb Larson will stand in there. Same situation. First and second with two outs. Larson struck out swinging in the first inning. And Nelson comes set. Looks at the runners. Kicks and fires. Swung on and missed. Strike one. Little change up there to Larson. Taking a look at Carney, kind of like they were last year at this time. No home runs on the season. But with this wind howling, get something just kind of up in the air and left, you might be able to do it. The 0-1. Fastball taken over the outside corner. Strike two. It's 0-2. Of course, he was up 0-2 on Carter Lee, and he found a way. He was up 0-2 on Throckmorton the first time, and he found a way. Bryce Anderson on deck. Caleb Larson trying to keep the inning going here for Carney. The 0-2 pitch. Swung on and chopped between first and second. It's a slow roller, but picked up and thrown over to first. Got him by a half step. Did Owen Lacey. So Carney at least gets a couple back on the board and is back in this baseball game. Two runs here in the first in, in the second inning, of, excuse me, for Carney High. They were able to do that on uh, three hits. There was no errors, I guess. And, excuse me, we did have one error in the inning. And nobody, two men left on base. So we go to the bottom of the second. It's 4-2 Lincoln East. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball here on ESPN. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in Rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coatings. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. And welcome back to High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. We go to the bottom of the second inning. Lincoln East leading Carney 4-2. And uh, up for the Lincoln East Spartans, 9-1-2. Third baseman Tanner Peterson, catcher Jarrett Worthley, and center fielder Mason Gaines. And the first pitch is low, ball one from Lucas Wagner. And the pitch. Fastball out, ball two, two and oh. Getting that last inning, Carney two runs, three hits. There were no errors for Lincoln East 
two men left on base. And the 2-0 pitch from Wagner is going to be in the inner half for strike one. Two and one. Worthley is on deck. Carney looking for their third win in a row. Have to erase a 4-0 deficit if they want to do it. The 2-1. Swung on and fouled back to the screen. Strike two. Two balls, two strikes. Our high school baseball brought to you by Broadfoot Sand and Gravel and Optical Gallery here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Doug Duda with you on this Thursday afternoon. And the 2-2 pitch. He takes it. Ooh, low. Carney wanted it. Throckmorton held on to it for a little while. Didn't get the call. And a 3-2 count. And the 3-2 pitch on the way to Tanner Peterson. Going to be chopped up the middle. Here's Burns again. A little easier play, and he's got it. Slow roller. Burns done a good job of converting. And he gets the put out, but again, Wagner got to a three ball count on six of the nine men the first time through. And Peterson grounds out to shortstop. Wagner's still looking for his first strikeout of the ball game. He walked one and hit a man in the first. And we go back to the top of the order, and the catcher, Jeter Worthley, again going to play at Michigan. He grounded to the shortstop in Burns to start the baseball game for East. And Wagner, changeup, nice one right in there for strike one. 0-1. Oh a lot of things changing this week because of the weather, soccer, track, baseball. Heck, golf actually gets underway this weekend for some. And the 0-1 pitch, going to be a fastball up, 1-1. One one. Riverside hosting the GI Open tomorrow. Carney hosts their track, and golf opens next Thursday because it's Easter. It's on Thursday and not Friday. And the 1-1 pitch, going to bounce off the plate, ball two. Two and one to Jeter Wordley. Mason Gaines, the center fielder, is on deck here for Lincoln East. Staying in that batter's box the whole time is Wordley. Now the wind of the pitch from Wagner, and almost hit him inside. Ball three, three and one. So another three-ball count. And as we said in the first inning, all this does is elevate your pitch count. And Wagner trying to find that strike zone. 3-1 pitch is chopped at the plate. That could be trouble. And barehanded at third didn't matter. That was the only chance infield hit. Caleb Larson, that had so much top spin on it that even when he went to barehanded, it was going to be almost impossible. Your hand would have to be three times as big as the ball, basically, like a glove. And an infield hit for Jeter Worthley, and that'll bring up Mason Gaines, the center fielder. One on, one out. And the left fielder, Mason Gaines, he crowded out to the second baseman, Carter Lee, on a slow roller off of a full count in the first inning. Worthley might be the first guy to take off. He's got a nice lead over there, and the pitch way outside, ball one. Wagner battling his control. Obviously, as you've heard us talk about that throughout the game. See if he can find a way as the wind gusts up again. As we said, it was at 27 out of the south to start the ball game. It's not going to be less than 20 all game long. Step off and throw to first. Back in plenty of time is Wordley as Nolan Smith holding down the bag over at first. 
As we said, opening day in Major League Baseball. Minnesota now leads the Royals in the bottom of the seventh, two to nothing in Kansas City. Getting both those runs in the seventh. The pitch swung on a big swing, and it was not foul tipped. It got back to the backstop. That's going to be a pass ball on Throckmorton. And that'll allow Worthley to get down to second base. But it was a big swing and a miss, so a strike to Mason Gaines. One and one, Garrett Springer on deck. One on, one out. Here in the bottom of the second, Lincoln East four, Carney two. As we've already played quite a while. Started a little late. Supposed to be at four, but uh, got going right about 4.30. Wagner checks the runner. Now brings the pitch home. Good breaking ball in there for strike two. One and two to Gaines. Lincoln East hasn't taken many strikes. They took one there. Texas leading the Phillies 11-6 in the bottom of the fifth. The Mets over the Marlins 5-3. Bottom of the seventh, the Reds and Pirates 4-4. Top of the sixth, Cardinals and Jays 5-5. And they are in the fifth. The pickup play at second. Carney thought they had him. It was close, but Wordley got back in there. As they snuck Burns back in there. It was a good pickoff move, but again, doesn't matter if it's very, very close. Didn't get him. One ball, two strikes. And the pitch to Gaines. On the way, swung on and hit right at first. Knocked down that time by Nolan Smith. He'll get it over to Wagner, covering the bag. And they'll get the out. Nice play there to force out Gaines. It will move Worthley down to third, but nice play. Two outs. And standing at third doesn't matter if you can get the third out here in Garrett Springer. This is kind of where things unraveled in the first for Wagner. He hit him on the elbow on a 3-1 pitch, and that led to four consecutive runs for Lincoln East. And they have a 4-2 lead here in the bottom of the second, but two out. And Wagner out of the stretch, bounces it. Throckmorton has it. He's got a runner at third. He could go out of the full windup if he wanted to, but again, his full windup is a lot slower than the traditional windup and pitch. So that's probably another reason that he doesn't. And the 1-0 pitch on the way. And again, bounced away. Runner can't go, but Throckmorton, as it scoots down the first baseline, had to go a long way to go run it down. And now it's 2-0. Vasco, who had the home run in the first, is waiting on deck. Baltimore beats Boston today by a score of 10-9. So some of that great opening day pitching didn't show up for everybody today. 2-0, the pitch from Wagner. Big curve ball drops in there for strike one. 2-1 to Garrett Springer. Good pitch, good pitch. And Kenny battled his way back here. Standing at third is Worthley. Trying to keep it at 4-2. The pitch inside, and he comes all the way to the backstop. And that'll be a wild pitch and a run. Thought maybe it plunked him. Had it hit him, that would have saved the run for the moment. Instead, it's 3-1. and one, And the second wild pitch of the ball game for Lucas Wagner. And still no one has walked out there to talk to Lucas. They have kind of the way that they have done all season long. And I don't see anybody warming up in the Carney bullpen. And now the 3-1 pitch with the bases empty. Check swing, held it, ball four. 
So once again with two outs, Lincoln East has something going. And we will get a courtesy runner coming in here for Lincoln East. It'll be Carter McPeak. He's a sophomore checking into the ball game. So Carter McPeak will trot down to first and be the courtesy runner. And here's A.J. Avosco. He took a 3-1 pitch the opposite way, got it up in this strong 25 to 30 mile an hour win, and it just rode right into the Hartug scoreboard in left field. So McPeak down there at first, still with two outs. And now Wagner Havasco right on top of the plate and the pitch. He brings it inside, doesn't get the call. That was a good pitch. That was a good pitch by Lucas Wagner. Sometimes the eye of us, the fan, the umpire, when you're right on top of the plate, doesn't hook up with how actually that might have caught the zone. 1-0. Wagner checks the runner. Not a big lead over there at first. And he'll kick and fire, breaking ball in there for strike one. One to one. Joey Senstock is on deck. 5-2 Lincoln East. We're only in the bottom of the second here at Hartog Field. Between Carney and the Spartans. The Spartans, all their runs with two outs. Four in the first, one so far here in the second. Wagner checks the runner. A little bit bigger lead over there. He's leaning. There he goes. Here's the pitch outside. It's a good one to throw him out, but it was a pretty big jump. Got under him. Burns thought he slapped him. It was close. It was close, close, close. And so McPeak in there as the courtesy runner able to steal second. And that'll make it two balls and one strike. On Avasco with Senstock on deck. So the first stolen base of the ball game. And Lucas looks in, gets the signal from his catcher in Cole Throckmorton. Now comes set, and the pitch. Curveball and a beauty. He'll take it for strike two. Two balls, two strikes, two outs. Runner at second. Deuces are wild again. 5-2 to the first baseman, A.J. Avasco. Looking for his third RBI of the game. Waves the bat, and they'll fake the throw to second. Nobody covered. As McPeak was getting pretty good lead over there at second. And Carney doesn't want to bleed the hole out here with two outs. And the 2-2 pitch. Now Wagner will kick and fire, and it's going to be hit deep to right field. Novacek is back, and he's able to haul it in. So that's the difference between hitting it to left and right. That one seemed to be hit a little more on the button. And Avasco will fly out to right field. But another run is on the board here for Lincoln East. They get one run on one hit. There was no Carney errors. They did have a wild pitch. And there was one man left on base. We're through two here in Lincoln at Hartog Field. It's Carney High trailing Lincoln East by a score of 5-2 on ESPN. It was a Friday, and I had that whole weekend not knowing just that I had breast cancer and I waited for the phone call and I took actions into my own hand to find Chopur. I'm the medical oncologist hematologist at Mary Landing Hospital at Morrison Cancer Center. Even though he is not originally from here, he knows the Nebraska ways. Nebraskans are honest, hardworking, 
open-minded, open-hearted people. They are always ready to fight back. And that is something I have admired because I have it in my blood too. He's not just your doctor. He's your friend. He's, he's there to take care of you. He's kind of like family. My name is Dr. Sitka Chopur, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Glad to have you along with us for Kearney High School Baseball as we go to the top of the third inning here. And Kearney High trails by a score of 5-2. to two. And up for Kearney will be the meat of the lineup, 4-5-6, Bryce Anderson, Nolan Smith, and Bo Scala. Anderson singled in the first, and he'll take one outside for ball one. 1-0. One Again, the strike zone does not seem to be squeezed on either side, so that hasn't been a problem. Fastball is in there for strike one, one and one. So Anderson singled and was one of two players left on base there in the first inning for Carney. The lefty waits, curveball that doesn't. Ball two, two and one, Nolan Smith on deck for the Bearcats. None in the first, two in the second. East, four in the first, one in the second. A lot of room in right center. The pitch swung on and hit to center, and the wind pushes it to left center. Plenty of room here for Mason Gaines, and he'll camp under it and haul it in for out number one. So that'll retire Bryce Anderson and bring up the first baseman, Nolan Smith, who went down swinging to end the first inning of play. And again, as we were telling you last inning, the difference on how the defense is playing each team here. Playing much more shallow in the outfield for Lincoln East. And a big gap in right center field if you hit it over there. But the wind will tend to push it. Here's one pop down the right field line. Trouble Lavasco backs up and right on the line. The first baseman in the right field makes the catch. And Smith will fly out to the first baseman and quickly two outs here in the top of the third for Carney. And that'll bring up Bo Scala. Scala was hit by a pitch on a 2-2 breaking ball and eventually came around and scored Carney's first run when he let off the second inning. Chase Nelson, the starting pitcher on the mound here for the Spartans of Lincoln East. And his first pitch is swung on and missed strike one. Again, doing a good job firing strikes. He's got three strikeouts, no walks. Did hit Scala the last time up for a hit batter. So it's 0-1-1 and the pitch. Going to stay high, ball one, one ball and one strike. Again, don't forget, final four basketball. We've got a ton of it now after us throughout the weekend through Monday's men's championship, the pitch. And that's a breaking ball low. Ball two, Quinn Foster on deck. Tonight, the men's NIT final at 8.30. The women's final four. Friday, the men's Saturday. The pitch swung on and skied in the air. Foul territory in front of the Carney bench. Win messing with it, but Avasco is able to count under it in the first base coach's box and haul it in. So for the first time here this afternoon, we see one of the teams retired in order. Carney, no runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base. All three were put in the air 
That time from Carney Bats. We go to the bottom of the third. It's Lincoln East 5 and Carney 2 here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Bob here from B&B Carpet and Donovan. With all the changes in flooring, it's hard to know what to do. Come in and we'll guide you through the whole flooring process. Our entire B&B family is still here. At B&B, we are known for our knowledge and our friendly service. Please remember us when you're looking for flooring. Our customers say B&B, that's where we always go. Hey, and don't forget, folks, this is March 30th. and Just a couple of days left to nominate your favorite athlete for the ESPN Tri-Cities Athlete of the Month, brought to you by B&B Carpet and Donovan. All you have to do is log on to ESPNSuperstation.com and nominate your favorite athlete. We pick one boy and one girl each month, listed on ESPNSuperstation.com, brought to you by B&B Carpet. Will it be somebody that uh, finished strong in the basketball season earlier in the month or somebody that's off to a great start here in baseball, track, soccer, whatever the case may be? Uh, we want to hear from you, so please nominate a great athlete as we'll be picking those out and talking about it starting next week. All right, we go to the bottom of the third, and Carney trailing 5-2 to two with Lucas Wagner firing one inside there that Joey Senstock fists away foul. It'll be 5-6-7. and seven. Senstock, Troy Peltz, Owen Lacing to start the bottom of the third here. Senstock singled and scored in the first. Again, all the runs for East with two outs. Here's one that's hit right back up the middle for a base hit. And there's a curveball that kind of hung out over the middle of the plate. And Senstock now is two for two. And that'll bring up Troy Peltz, who drew a 3-2 walk and also came around and scored. Ready to go again. Waving that orange bat, Troy Peltz. Runner at first, standard lead. Wagner checks, picks the leg. Going to square to bunt, pulls it back, but it's in there for a strike. Strike one. 0-1-1. To the left fielder, Troy Peltz. And Peltz only hitting 143. So definitely a candidate to bunt here. Now they'll throw over to first, not much of a lead, and Smith will slap the tag down, but not near in time. Again, Wagner, we talked about it. He's thrown a lot of pitches here for just getting into the third inning. Takes a long look in. Now checks back over at first. Now comes set. And the 0-1 pitch. Going to be in there for strike two. Finally, a pitch on the inner half that was called a strike to a left-handed batter. He'd got a couple on the right-handed batters, and it's 0-2 to Peltz. Sensok getting the lead away from first after a leadoff single here in the third. First time that East has actually got the leadoff man aboard. 
And now it's 0-2. Wagner comes set and fires a fastball right back up the middle. Scooped by the shortstop. Burns steps on the bag, bounces it to first. And then it gets past Smith. They can throw down to second. And a good throw would get him, but he just slides in there. All right. So Burns has had a lot of action over there. He is able to uh, force out Senstock unassisted. Pelts will end up reaching on a fielder's choice and advancing to second on the throwing air. And that'll bring up Owen Lacing. He singled in two runs in the first inning to complete that scoring for the Spartans of Lincoln East, who are 4-2. and two. Carney is 2-4. and four. East ranked 10th, according to the Omaha World Herald. And Lacing going to try and keep things rolling here now with one out. In the bottom of the third. Still 5-2 and the pitch. Fastball for strike one. Starting to take a few more pitches here, Lincoln East. Kind of knowing the situation as well. Get that pitch count up and get Carney's number one, at least on paper, off the mound. And the 0-1 pitch from Wagner. Kicks and fires. It's going to be poked out a high chopper to third. It's taken there by Larson. Long throw across. Off the turf and scooped by Nolan Smith for out number two. So Larson records the put out. And the runner pelt stays put over at second. So two outs now with a runner at second. And that will bring up the right fielder, Harrison Beaster, who tagged one to center field. But Foster playing deep was able to camp out under it and finally retire the Spartans after that four-run first inning. And a pickoff play at second. Back in there safely is Peltz. They kind of had him pretty much dead to rights. It just wasn't as crisp as earlier in the game when they went to get Worthley back there. Get a nice little lead back at second, but if you can get this man, it doesn't mean anything with two outs. And the pitch to the lefty Beaster is going to be low, ball one. One and oh. Carney High will be back down here to play Millard West, undefeated number one in Millard South on Saturday. For Lincoln East, they actually go to uh, Creighton Prep tomorrow and then make a trip up to Central City. And the pitch low and away. They make that trip up to Central City for a Saturday afternoon contest against one of the top teams in Class C. Good to see that East has accepted the challenge. And it's 2-0 now to Beaster. Peterson on deck. Beaster just waves the bat patiently in the left-handed batter's box. And Lucas Wagner throws to second again. Close, but not that close. Holding him on the bag. High School Baseball brought to you by Johnson Landscape and ENT Physicians of Kearney. On this Thursday afternoon, they came to Lincoln so that Kearney could get a game in this week ahead of the weekend. And the pitch. Checked, and it's going to be called a strike up in the zone, but a strike to Beaster, two balls and one strike. So Beaster, as we said, showed that he can put the bat on the ball with a fairly deep drive to center his first time up. Carney playing deep all the way around the outfield with Scala, Foster, and Novacek. And the pitch. Going to be low. It's about the only place they're not getting calls is down around the knees. Two balls, two strikes. Peterson on deck. 
Carney trying to get out of here and keep East off the board for the first time this afternoon. Wagner checking in. We're starting to see that sunset and the shade and shadows come over the field. Time will be called. A reminder that high school baseball is brought to you by Currency. Makes financing quick, easy, and secure. For heavy machinery, ag equipment, trucks, trailers, and more, visit GoCurrency.com for details. And the pitch. There's a beauty for strike number two. Beaster was going to toss his bat over to the dugout and take the walk. But our home plate umpire, John Maxwell, said nope. And so three and two. Runner at second in pelts. Two outs here in the bottom of the third. And Wagner kicks, fires. It's going to be grounded right back to him. He knocks it down, underhands it to first. And for the first time, Lincoln East is retired without scoring a run. No runs on one hint. There was one Carney error and one man left on. We go to the top of the fourth here at Den Hartog Field in Lincoln. It's Lincoln East 5 and Carney 2 on ESPN. Kick off spring in a new Jeep during the Jeep Celebration Event at Tom Dinsdale's CDJR. Lease a 2022 Jeep Compass Latitude for just $3.99 a month for 42 months. Spring into the latest in technology, legendary capability, and all the safety and security Compass has to offer. Reach your new latitude at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North Side or at Tom Dinsdale. CDJR.com. $3,999 first payment to its signing. Tax title license extra. 10,000 mile per year lease. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center getting you back into the game of life with several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center. Excellence in rehabilitation is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Now powering the Nebraska trenches, tender, juicy, and delicious certified Piedmontese beef. Raised throughout central and western Nebraska, healthy Italian heritage Piedmontese beef is known for being the taste of real beef. Whether you're barbecuing for friends and family or gifting across the country, certified Piedmontese beef will delight and impress for any occasion. Shop local. Shop Nebraska. Shop online at cpbeef.com. Be powered by Piedmontese. Certified Piedmontese beef. Real Nebraska beef. And we're ready to go to the top of the fourth inning. The bottom of the order will get things started here for Carney High. And Quinn Foster stands in there, swings at an off-speed pitch, strike one. He struck out in the second inning. Griffin Novacek and Garrison Burns. The first three men up, and Novacek and Burns each singled. And here, a fastball taken as a strike as Nelson, Chase Nelson, working quickly here. He has given up five hits. And he gave up a couple of runs in the second inning, but worked a 1-2-3 third. Continues to work quick. The pitch to Foster is going to be hit high in the air to left center field. Back, back, back. And that's going to bounce off the fence, over the fence for a ground rule double for Quinn Foster. So after being down 0-2 in the count, he was able to whack that baby right out there towards the 360. Not signed, but I guess it is hanging on the fence out there. And the ground rule double for Quinn Foster, and I believe that's the first extra base hit of the ball game, and it is for Carney. And that'll bring up Griffin Novacek. He singled and scored 
in the second inning. So again, Nelson's throwing a lot of strikes. Maybe helps you out to put the bat out there, and Carney is trying to take advantage. But here's a pitch over the inside corner for strike one to Novacek. He swung at the first pitch he saw, and the lefty drilled it into right field. That went a little too far inside for his liking. Again, that wind continues to howl towards left field. Taking a long time now coming set is Chase Nelson. And the pitch to Novacek. Curveball, big swing, chopped it foul at the plate. 0-2, fooled him with that one. Garrison Burns is on deck. Well, the Kansas City Royals only two hits so far today, and they trail in the bottom of the ninth at home to Minnesota by a score of 2 to nothing. Not a good sign offensively for the Royals on opening day. And again, an 0-2 count here for Chase Nelson, but that's what we have on Foster. Let's see if Novacek can work his way out of this hole. Short lead at second and the 0-2. Going to be a fastball up and away for ball one, one and two. Novacek getting just his second hit of the season the first time up. A lot of good things, though, being said about Novacek and his ability, especially out in the field. And Novacek waits for the 1-2 pitch. The sophomore getting the varsity start, waiting, waiting. Now here it comes, and it's going to be inside. He didn't move on that curveball, but it also missed his shin. So it'll be ball two. Two balls, two strikes to Novacek after the leadoff double by Quinn Foster. Carney gave up four with two outs in the first. And the pitch. Fastball swung on a missed. So Novacek saw a couple of off-speed pitches and then couldn't catch up to the fastball, and that will be the fourth strikeout for Nelson. And no walks in the game. And that'll bring up the shortstop, Garrison Burns. He had an RBI single, first time up. And again, I'm just astounded. And again, part of it is the, the power that Carney has not shown so far this season, but it is really kind of surprising how shallow the outfield is playing for Lincoln East. Let's see if the number nine hitter, Garrison Burns, can find a hit. And if he puts it over their head, even cooler. Curveball well low and away. Ball one. One and zero. Oh. So both starters made it through the first three innings, and now Nelson getting his work done here in the fourth. Lucas Wegner, his pitch count won't let him play much longer. Here's the 1-0 fastball, pickoff play down at second. He's safe, but boy, a big lead down there by Quinn Foster and a good throw by the Division I catcher, Jeter Worthley. The pitch was called a strike. One ball, one strike. Cole Throckmorton, the Carney catcher, is on deck. So Nelson now. Comes set and fires the 1-1 pitch. Curve ball and around down the left field line, but foul just way out ahead of that was Garrison Burns. And it's strike two, one and two. But he'll be okay. They throw that thing in there again, it'll be even better. One ball, two strikes. One out here after the leadoff double by Foster. Carney at least wants to get him across home plate here. And the 1-2 from Nelson. 
is on the way. Fastball popped down the right field line. This will at least be a chance to tag. He's lost it in the sun. Now he's got it, and they won't tag because they're playing so short. That's where the ball gets knocked down by the wind, and Harrison Beaster is under it for out number two. So that'll bring up Cole Throckmorton. He singled down the left field line to uh, start the game and then flew out to center in the second. And Foster, after that ground rule double to start the fourth inning, is still perched over at second base. Can Throckmorton get him home? Outfield will back up a little more now that we've flipped it to the top of the lineup. And Cole... Waiting. Nelson's slowing it down quite a bit here on the mound. And Chase will finally kick and fire a big curveball that doesn't stay high. Ball one, one and oh. That curveball really not fooling anybody anymore. He had some good breaking action, got some of those early strikeouts, especially when he was working it over the outer third in the first couple of innings. But you're able to detect it a lot easier right now. And it's hung a couple of times for Carney batters. Fastball hit towards center field. Fairly well hit. On his horse and making the catch is Mason Gaines. So again, well hit by Throckmorton, but not in a gap. And so no runs, and the leadoff double is left out on base. No runs, one hit. No errors, one man left on base. And we go to the bottom of the fourth. It's Lincoln East 5, Carney 2. Here on ESPN tri When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Clay and Smith at Carney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal with two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Kostler, and Cottle. And Doug Duda back with you here from Den Hartug Field in Lincoln. Again, a big thank you to Beck Limbach, the athletic director, and all the folks here for their hospitality. We talked about that pitch count being elevated, and Lucas Wagner only going to be able to get through three innings this afternoon for Carney. We'll go to the bullpen and bring in Brody Arnold. He will be the relief pitcher to start the fourth inning here for Carney. And taking a look at Arnold on the mound. Got a 1.5 ERA. This will be his third appearance so far this season in four and two-thirds innings. Six runs on six hits, but only one of those was earned. He struck out six and walked two. We saw him at home against Papio. 
And he enters the game with the Carney trailing by a score of 5-2, 9-1-2, coming up for Lincoln East. And that means the second baseman, Tanner Peterson. He crowded out to the shortstop to start the second inning. And he'll take the first pitch here for ball number one. Bottom of the fourth, 5-2, Lincoln East. Four runs with two outs and nobody on in that first for East. And this one's low and away ball two. So Tanner Peterson, Jeter Worthley, and Mason Gaines. The first three men to the plate here in the bottom of the fourth for Lincoln East. And Arnold, he's opposite of what Wagner does. He basically just throws out of the stretch the whole time. And here is a pitch taken all the way for strike one. Two and one to the third baseman, Tanner Peterson. Trying to mow down the Spartans and give his team a chance to get back into it. Here he paints the outside corner for strike two. So the first two pitches, balls, the next two strikes, and we're all even. Two balls, two strikes to the leadoff man here in the bottom of the fourth for the Spartans in Tanner Peterson. And Brody Arnold rocks and fires, curveball hit him. And that'll be the third man hit, second man hit in the game for Carney. Uh, East also has one hit batsman. So the leadoff man for the second straight inning. For Lucas Wagner, three innings, five hits, five runs, two walks, no strikeouts, and one hit batter. And looks like we will have a courtesy runner over here for Lincoln East. Kai Berkey is going to check in. And back to the top of the order, Jeter Worthley. Grounded out to short in the first, singled and scored in the second. Again, the young man, if you're just joining us, on his way to play baseball at Michigan. Also a big part of the East football team. And the pitch low and away, and it gets away from Throckmorton, and that will allow the runner to scamper down to second, and Berkey in there standing up. On the wild pitch, that's one of those I'm sure Cole knows that he should have been able to backhand, but it was still one that skipped off the ground. So it's 1-0 to Worthley as East tries to threaten again here. Third inning, the only inning that they did not score in. And Arnold kicks and fires and bounces it again, so a little pressure with somebody on base here and knowing that one of the top hitters is at the plate. Ball two to Jeter Wordley. Mason Gaines is on deck. Waiting, waiting, and waiting. And Arnold. Nobody holding on the runner. Will kick and fire. Squaring to bunt. Didn't pull the bat back in time. That should have been a strike. Oh, they're going to say he pulled the ball back, or the bat back. Boy, I thought he kept that in there too long. It's going to be ball three. So 3-0 to Jeter Worthley. Now he's going to call time. Cubs a winner today over the Brewers 4-0. The final score. And the stretch and the pitch bounces. And a four-pitch walk to Jeter Worthley and not the start that Carney was hoping for here from Brody Arnold. A hit batter and a walk. And that'll bring up the center fielder, Mason Gaines. He's grounded out to second and hit it back to the pitcher. 
which at the time was Wegner. And Carney needs to get it out one way or the other right now. Final in Kansas City, the Twins, a 2-0 win over the Royals. They'll play again tomorrow. Here's the stretch of the pitch from Arnold, and it's going to be low, ball one. So 1-0. A lot of pitches outside the zone right now for Carney. Wegner struggled with his control today. And Arnold trying to get settled in there. The 1-0 pitch squaring to bunt. Breaking ball stayed up and away. And it's 2-0. Garrett Springer would be next. And this is definitely an opportunity to drop a bunt, move guys, two of them into scoring position here. But now sometimes you just stand there and see if Arnold can throw a strike. It's 2-0. Squares to bunt, pulls it back, and that will be a called strike as Smith was charging down the first baseline. So Peterson got hit by a pitch, but Kai Berkey is courtesy running for him. Actually a straight-up pinch runner because Peterson is the third baseman. But I'm sure they'll sub back in for him. And now Arnold looks in, checks the runner twice, swung on a miss, strike two. Arnold's fastball probably not the velocity that Wagner has, but it's not bad, it's just different. And it's two balls and two strikes. Strikeout would be really, really big right here for Brody Arnold after digging himself a hole in the bottom of the fourth. East five, Carney two. Carney got both of their runs in the second. And Mason Gaines waiting for the pitch from Brody Arnold. Here it comes, and it's going to be fouled down the left field line and well out of play. Two balls and two strikes. Technically, it hasn't been a really good day for little kids to go chase foul balls. There haven't been that many. Had a couple in the first inning and not much since. A couple of them that actually just got into the bullpen, and that was it. So we'll do it again. Two balls, two strikes, two on, nobody out here. Bottom of the fourth, 5-2 eats the pitch. Swung on and same thing. Skied in the air, way out of play. And it'll do it for a third time at 2-2. Two and two. Guess the good news is, is that Brody has a chance to waste one and see if he can chase it, but already with two free passes aboard. Again, the 2-2. And that one's in there for called strike three. That's the first strikeout today by Carney pitching as he threw the off-speeder in there. And a big strikeout for pitcher Brody Arnold. So still runners at first and second with one man out. And we're getting into the middle of that order. Garrett Springer, the designated hitter. He was hit on the arm on a 3-1 pitch and has walked. So we haven't seen him swing the bat too much as of yet. And the first pitch to him, up and in, ball one. And then you got A.J. Avasco, who's on deck. He had the two-run home run off the scoreboard to the opposite field in the first. And now he'll stand back in there. Got time called all over the place. Wind kicking up. Had something going on over the dugout. And now... Springer says, okay, I'm ready to go. He'll step back in there. And Brody Arnold comes set. The 1-0 pitch is on the way. Swung on and hit into left field. Should be playable right at Bo Scala. He'll haul it in. Hardly even had to move. 
And so after the first two men reach safely, two straight outs here for Carney. Can they make it three? And that'll bring up Avasco, the two-run home run in the first, and flew out to right on a well-hit ball in the second. Berkey's at second. Worthley is at first. Two outs. Carney trying to keep it within striking distance. 5-2 east as the lefty stands in there, waving that bat. And the pitch to Avasco is going to be inside corner. Strike one. Oh, throw it there all night long, young man. Brody Arnold, if you can get that call to strike, just keep putting it right there. That was a great spot. Avasco, just a junior. Denny stands right on top of that plate. And Arnold again checking the runner. Brings it home a little bit behind that one. Fouls it out of play. Strike two. So up in the count, 0-2. Crazy game. Hit a man. Then walks Wordley on four pitches. Comes back and gets the strikeout. Gets Springer to fly out. And now he's up 0-2 on Avasco. Trying to finish it off here. And they got to go get some more baseballs out here to our home plate umpire. It allows us to tell you that high school baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities is brought to you by Five Points Bank and Family Physical Therapy. From Den Hartog Field on the campus of Lincoln East. More than just East play here, but it was open today. So they were able to move the game from Carney to here. The pitch is slowly chopped towards short. Burns knocks it down. He's not going to have a play, though. And that'll be an inf- infield hit. He was holding on the runner at second. And so he saves the run, but another infield hit here this afternoon for Carney High, and that will put the bases loaded with two outs. Berkey at third, Wordley at second, Avasco at first, and Joey Senstock singled and scored in the first and singled in the third. So here we go. Back-to-back hits. Needing to get Senstock out here with the bases loaded. Arnold comes set, and the pitch. Going to be low and away. Ball one. Can't afford to let anything get to the backstop either. And Thorpe Martin did a good job. Throckmorton sliding over, knocking it down. Ball one. The number five man in the lineup. The shortstop, Senstock. The 1-0 pitch to him. Swung on and missed. That was just power on power there, and he didn't catch up to it. Strike one. One ball, one strike. Kind of the same story. We talked about Carney not being able to leave the yard. Avasco is the only one that has left the yard this year for Lincoln East. Don't need anybody else to do it today. The 1-1. Bounced away on the curveball. And again, Throckmorton did a good job to keep it in front of him. Two balls, one strike. Troy Peltz would be next. Eight men to the plate in the first. Five in the second. Four in the third. This is the sixth man to the plate here in the inning. And the pitch. Bounced again. Boy, that one bounced about three feet in front of the plate. And it's 3-1. and one. We just talked about it. He was up 0-2 on Avasco. And gave up the infield hit. And now all of a sudden can't find the zone. Three balls, one strike to Senstock. No place to put him. Bases loaded, two outs. Arnold's pitch way outside. Ball four, and it's 6-2 Lincoln East. So a RBI, bases loaded walk for Joey Senstock. And everybody moves 90 feet. 6-2 Spartans, and that'll bring up Troy Peltz. Walked and scored in the first and reached on a fielder's choice in the third. Here comes another courtesy runner in for Lincoln East. And checking in there will be Ashton Moser, Bosser, excuse me, 
Mazur checks in there. They've used three different courtesy or pinch runners in the ball game. But Troy Peltz is the hitter. And again, the sophomore didn't come in with much of a batting average today, hitting 143. But Peltz has been on both times. Bases still loaded with two outs, and Brody Arnold to the left-hander. Fires it low again. He's not striding through all of a sudden. Just a, maybe a little tense with the bases loaded. It's 1-0. 6-2, Lincoln East, as we play here in the bottom of the fourth. Arnold set and fires. That one's called a strike over the outside corner to the left-handed hitter, Troy Peltz. One ball, one strike. One run across here in the fourth. East has scored in three of the four innings. In relief, here in the fourth inning is Brody Arnold. And the 1-1 pitch. Curve ball, backdoor strike called. It's one and two. Owen Lacing would be next, but the big old Glig just dropped back in there. Got a count, got a pitch call that he needed. One and two. And one pitch from getting to the dugout. Brody Arnold looks in again to Throckmorton. Comes set. And the 1-2 pitch. Tried it again, but that one stayed outside. It was close. Ball two, two and two. And again, you don't want to go to three and two and let the runners take off, get yourself into more trouble. Already walked in the one run here. See if we can get the out right here. Three and two and two. Swung on and pulled foul. So we'll do it again. High School Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities, brought to you by Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle, and Broadfoot, Sand, and Gravel. Right fielder Griffin Novacek had to go run it down, get it off the field of play. Now we're ready to go. Again, it's two and two, and the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike three. Brody Arnold got two strikeouts, but it was sure an adventure here in the bottom of the fourth inning as Lincoln East will leave the bases loaded. One run here in the inning, and they did that on just one base hit. For Carney, they did uh, have some uh, problems finding the strike zone. Looks like we have one run on one hit. There were no errors. The bases left loaded. We go to the top of the fifth. It's Lincoln East 6 and Carney 2 on ESPN. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPak with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPak increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPak is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPak and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. And Doug Duda back with you here at Lincoln East on KXPN Kearney, KICS Hastings High School Baseball earlier today. 
on ESPN Hastings. The Tigers, a 12-11, nine-inning victory over Central City Centura Fullerton. And uh, now Central City Centura Fullerton is taking on Adams Central in the second game of that unusual doubleheader. Here, Carney is trailing by a score of a 6-2, to two, but still plenty of baseball to go. We'll see if uh, Carney can get something going here in the top of the fifth inning. It'll be Carter Lee, Caleb Larson, and Bryce Anderson. Carney's left a few guys on base, but haven't got the huge, huge hit that they were hoping for. Lee, fielder's choice to third, and then an RBI single in the second. And the first pitch here. Gets away on a foul ball. 0-1-1 to Lee. Again, trying to get to seven. This game could have went about anyway. Uh, when East put up four in the first, do they blow Carney out? Does Carney come back? Carney got two in the second, but that's been it. And the pitch, big breaking curve, doesn't do anything. Kind of change up outside, ball one, one and one. Wind is simmered down just a tick. It's not blowing 30 anymore. The 1-1 pitch to Lee. Fastball just missed. Must been a little low. Two balls, one strike. East fans haven't had to groan much today. They did there a little bit. Nelson has done a good job of working fairly quickly, especially when nobody's on. The 2-1 pitch to Lee. Swung on and fouled out of the left field line and out of play. Two balls, two strikes. Carney has had the leadoff man on in three of the four innings. They did go in order in the third. They just haven't been able to manufacture as many as they had hoped here, at least so far in this game. And the pitch to Lee. Check swing. Good job. He threw him a breaking ball. He was able to fight it off. The count remains 2-2. Two and two. High School Baseball on ESPN is brought to you by Certified Piedmontese Beef. Italian heritage bread, Nebraska-raised perfection. It's lean, it's tender, it's delicious, and they'll ship it right to your doorstep anywhere in the country. Order at cpbeef.com. Certified Piedmontese Beef. And once again, the 2-2 pitch to Carter Lee. He'll poke that to left field, but it is right at the left fielder, Troy Peltz. And he'll haul it in with the sunglasses down for out number one. That'll bring up the Carney third baseman, Caleb Larson. He struck out swinging in the first and grounded out to second to end the second. So not many base runners the last two innings for Carney. Again, last inning, Quinn Foster had a ground rule double and ended up stuck there. Fastball at the knees. There's a strike. So strike one to Larson. Kind of likes throwing against Larson. Sometimes you just see a guy that uh, you can throw good pitches against and they're not going to hit him. And He's been up on Larson all three times. The pitch set up a little farther outside. Swung at the fastball and missed. Strike two. No balls, two strikes to Larson. So Carney trying to scratch and get it going here, but now down 0-2. And the wind of the pitch from Nelson, swung on and skied in the air. It's back behind the plate, Worthley's under it, and the All-Stater catches it. So Larson will foul out to the catcher for out number two. Two up, two down here at the top of the fifth for Carney, and the designated hitter, Bryce Anderson, steps in. Singled in the first and flew out to center field to lead off the third. In that third it was three up, three down with all three 
outs on flyouts, two of them to the first baseman in Abasco. And so the lefty stands in. Oh, out his toes, his ankles, does a little dance, and it looks like it did hit him on the foot. So Bryce Anderson was hit by the pitch. That's the second time that Nelson has hit a batter with the pitch. And Brad Archer coming down. And now the officials are going to, he wants a, he wants a conference of the two umpires to see if he got hit. I don't know, pretty hard to tell if you're the base umpire if the guy got hit on the toe. So let's find out. Yeah, they're going to leave him over at first on the hit by pitch. And that'll bring Nolan Smith up, struck out in the first, and popped up to Avasco into short right field in the third. McCarney got to find a way to get something going now. They're running out of time with two outs in the top of the fifth. 6-2. Blattner is going to come in after he was hit and get him a pinch-running opportunity here for Anderson. See if they can make this brief change work. So Smith waiting. And the pitch, low and away, ball one. 1-0 one to Smith. Bo Scala would be next. Definitely a couple guys that uh, have improved their hitting, as we talked about in the pregame with the head coach, Brad Archer. Out of the stretch, Nelson kicks and fires. He takes a fastball right down the pipe, strike one. 1-1 to Smith. It's okay. That's why you get three chances, right? Wasn't what he was looking for. Again, a pretty good gap out in right center. The center fielder, Mason Gaines, shaded towards left. The pitch. Curve ball. Thought about it. Held up. Ball two. As it broke low, two and one. Scala on deck. Carney with six hits. Both teams with six hits here in the baseball game. Short lead away from first. And the pitch. It's going to be a fastball low. Ball three. Three and one to Nolan Smith. Short lead by Jace Blattner. And this Carney Carney Catholic co-op in baseball. Three and one. Hitters count for Nolan Smith and way outside, ball four. So, hit by a pitch and a walk and now Nelson digs himself a little bit of a hole here with two outs. Runners at first and second with two outs of the left fielder, Bo Scala. Hit by a pitch and scored in the second and fouled out to first to end the third inning. And again, there's not a whole lot you can do here. Not going to be stealing bases, not going to be bunting, unless you're trying to drag bunt for a base hit. So it's just pitcher Nelson against batter Scala. Let's see if Bo can win one here. And the first pitch to him is going to be a fastball low. He's missing around the knees for ball one. One and oh. And now here comes the manager to the mound to talk to Chase Nelson. He has went the distance, four and two-thirds. And let's see if this will be a change or if he just says, young man, I want you to throw strikes. If uh, they beat you up here, then we'll come get you. But if you don't throw strikes, we can't get them out. Simple rule of baseball as they are learning just across town here in Lincoln over at Haymarket Park. Don't forget the Huskers are playing a couple of lower division teams down in Texas 
and Corpus Christi and Abilene Christian on Saturday. We had a chance to talk to Husker outfielder Cole Evans out of Grand Island on today's Doug and Daddy show. We also talked with Eric Crouch, the Heisman Trophy winner, about Frank Solich, who they're going to honor at the spring game, Storm Coach Anthony Noreen. If you want to hear any of it, it's up on our podcast at ESPNSuperstation.com, any of the Doug and Daddy shows. All right. So the conference is over. No change has been made. You've got Blattner at second, Smith at first with two outs and a 1-0 pitch to Bo Scala on the way, and he will take it at the knees for strike one. And again, good job. You get a good catcher back there like Worthley is. He can frame that pitch for you. If it's close, more times than not, you're probably going to get the call. Carney needing one here to get back in this game, down 6-2. to two. Nelson comes set. Nobody holding the runners on. The kick and the pitch, curve ball dropped right in there, strike two. Not afraid to throw it. And it's one and two to Scala with Quinn Foster waiting on deck. Carney's two nice swings away from maybe being within one, and they're one swing away from going back to the dugout, still down four. One ball, two strikes, Scala stands in there, and Chase Nelson is ready to go. The wind kicks up. And the one-two pitch, going to be popped up into right field. It's into the right center field gap. It's drifting, it's drifting, and it is going to be off the wall. Took forever for that thing to come down, and Carney's going to get two runs on the Boat Scala two-out double. Carney had nobody on with two outs, and now they've got two runs across with two outs. The second double of the ball game for Carney. So the two-RBI double, the second double, Quinn Foster had one, and he comes up again. And it is six to four, Lincoln East. All right, now let's see what they want to do over here for Lincoln East. Got some folks throwing in the bullpen. Probably let Nelson go one more, it looks like. So it's six four, and Foster one for two, struck out, and then the ground rule double in the pitch. Swung on and missed, strike one. And there's some more of that pinpoint control that we saw in the first couple of innings from Nelson. He was really working the outside quarter of the plate. Up, down, no matter where you wanted it, he was moving it around really well. And the 0-1 pitch to Foster. Curve ball pulled but foul between the third base bag and Coach Archer, and so down 0-2. But he was down 0-2 when he got the double last at bat. Base hit most likely would cut it to a one-run game. Quinn Foster at the plate with Griffin Novacek. Hoping to bat here in the inning. And Nelson comes set. And the 0-2 pitch to Quinn Foster. Swung on and drilled to left field over the third baseman's head. That one's going to go all the way to the wall. It's 6-5 and back-to-back doubles for Quinn Foster, who will stand at second base. So like East did in the first, Carney's got it going with two outs here in the top of the fifth, and they trail it by one and a chance to tie it here with Griffin Novacek. So they had the chat with Chase Nelson. They said throw strikes. And they get a couple of bombs off of it. Back-to-back doubles for Scala and Foster. 6-5. Novacek singled and scored in the second and then went down swinging in the fourth. And the catcher, Worthley, runs out to the mound and looks over to the dugout. I think maybe that means pitching change. Somebody's just come in from the bullpen and got into the dugout. 
And now here comes here comes the move as Coach Lonick will come out of the dugout and we will see a pitching change. So Carney had the first two men retired in the fifth but have come back with three straight. They hit Bryce Anderson. Nolan Smith walked. Scala doubled and Foster doubled. And he stands at second, and that'll be it for Chase Nelson, who ends up going four and two-thirds, but uh, still in line for the win if they can keep Carney off the board further here in the inning. This pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. I like small towns. This is home to me. I can't imagine being anywhere else. There's a sense of, of camaraderie, helping whenever you can. We are more caring because of that, because you know we want to do the best for our neighbors and our friends. When you hear that you have metastatic breast cancer, you get knocked down, and either you stay down, or you pick yourself up and you keep going. We are Nebraskans, and we are ultimately a family. It goes from there. Carlene is one of those that says, just do it and who will talk and who will joke with you and who will uh, cry with you. One of the things that I truly love about Mary Lanning is that we are an independent hospital. We don't have somebody out in California telling us how to run our hospital. At Mary Lanning, we can make things happen. I'm Carlene Springer, and I'm a Nebraskan at heart. And going to the bullpen for the first time, Lincoln East. And coming into the contest is going to be number nine, Keith Knack, junior pitcher here for Lincoln East. And he will inherit a runner at second with two outs in the top of the fifth. Carney has scored three here to cut it to one at six to five. Knack is 1-0. This will be his fourth appearance of the season. And he has not allowed an earned run, but he's only thrown two and a third innings in those first two appearances. So bring him in for spot work, and he's going to try and finish things off here and keep the lead for his Lincoln East Spartans. So Knack toes the rubber, and he is going to face Griffin Novacek, number eight in the order, who's one for two. And standing at second after his second double is Quinn Foster. 6-5 each, two outs here in the top of the fifth inning. Doug Duda with you on ESPN. And Knack. Takes a look in at his catcher, Jeter Worthley. Comes set. The stretch and the pitch. Going to be fouled right back to the netting. And again, Lincoln East has not changed very much. They do not hold a runner on at second. Especially with two outs. The shortstop, Senstock, will kind of go over there with a left-handed batter. You got the second baseman, Lassing, not even in the play. He's over in the hole between first and second. So Novacek now down to the count, 0-1. And the pitch from Mack. An RBI could tie it here. Good curveball. That got right up under his elbow for strike two. Nice, nice pitch. Mack trying to come in and keep the lead here for the Spartans. But Carney's done some damage down on the count, 0-2 a couple of times. Can Novacek get it done? Win kicks up again. And the 0-2 pitch. To Novacek, just protects the plate and fouls it back and out of play. Great job. Once again, we are here in the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth at Den Hartung Field, bringing you Carney High Baseball, while Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair when you need us. 
will be there. Still 0-2 with two outs. And once again, Mack set and the pitch to Griffin Novacek. Eventually. Eventually, and finally, time will be called. Check second twice and still wasn't ready to bring it home. And we'll do it again. Again, it's still 0-2 to Novacek in the pitch. Curveball, and he just does a good job of fouling it back off the facade here behind the plate. Trying to throw some off-speed stuff. And Novacek protecting the plate. Three across so far here in the fifth to cut it to one. East four in the first, one in the second, one in the fourth. Carney two in the second, three here in the fifth. Trying to get one more with Foster standing out there at second. Another 0-2 pitch, Novacek, and he will golf it towards first. It's fair. It got into right field, and this ball game is tied. He'll turn the corner and head for second. The throw coming in will be way too late. Three consecutive doubles for Carney here in the fifth inning, and we are tied at 6-6. Griffin, Novacek just fighting off pitches, fighting off pitches, and just flicked that thing right over the first baseman of Asco's head. It was only about 10 to 15 feet into right field, but that's all it takes. And Novacek with an RBI double. 6-6, and again, just puts another guy at second, switching places. And we are going to have a pinch hitter coming up for Carney High. And it's going to be Keegan Brand coming in. Burns was one for two. So Keegan Brand comes in. A chance to give Carney the lead. He's another left-handed hitter coming to the plate here in the top of the fifth inning. Now all of a sudden a chance to possibly take the lead. Knack, long look into his catcher. Things have slowed down considerably. Brand hitting 167. He's one of eight so far. But another lefty and the pitch to him. Swung on and chopped slowly towards second. Should be an easy play. And that will be the end of the top of the inning. But Carney got the job done despite the ground out here to second. They're able to tie this ball game up. They do it with four runs. On three doubles, there were no errors and one man left on base. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Carney and Lincoln East are tied at six. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion with unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. Nutrien Ag Solutions strives to help you lead the field by providing access to the latest digital tools to meet today's farming challenges, including best of the best innovative technologies like real-time field monitoring and data collection, 
plus services to help you manage invoices, payments, and crop planning. Seize the opportunity this season and beyond. Find your local crop consultant at NutrientAgSolutions.com. Doug to the back with you here at Lincoln East. We got a brand new ball game, although East does have the hammer. We go to the bottom of the fifth, 6-6, six, six, and Brody Arnold is on the mound here for Carney High as Lincoln East will have Owen Lacing starting things off, and he'll take strike number one. He's had a two-RBI single in the first and then grounded out to third in the third. So Owen Lacing followed by Harrison Beaster and Tanner Peterson are the 7-8-9 men due up here. Arnold's pitch is right in there for strike two. Owen two. Now Arnold struck out two and walked two and walked in a run last inning. And now he's trying for a quick start here in the fifth. East has not went down in order at all. And we got to start by getting the first guy here. Arnold kicks and fires, and it's going to be swung on a miss. A three-pitch strikeout. The second strikeout for Arnold. And that'll bring up Harrison Beaster. Flew out to center and grounded back to the pitcher. So he's 0 for 2. Another left-handed hitter. Carney trying to knock off number 10, Lincoln East. They've played plenty of top 10 teams. They'll see two more, including number 1, Millard West, down here in Lincoln on Saturday. Looking for their third straight win after spotting East 4 in the first. The pitch to the lefty just sails outside for ball 1. 1-0. Again, the game that was supposed to be in Kearney. Field conditions not good enough. Of course, a lot more snow in the Tri-Cities, especially Grand Island and Kearney than most people got. Pitch Arnold squared a butt, poked at it, and fouled it away. He was button for a base hit. Third baseman Caleb Larson seemed to be ready for that. Larson still hanging out down there at third. Strike one, one and one. Leadoff man striking out. Now Beaster, curveball. That one didn't drop in the back door. So it'll be two and one. Tanner Peterson is due up next. Now that the Spartans find themselves in a game again, the pitch, fastball swung on and didn't catch up to it. It'll be strike number two. Colthrock Morton was ready to take it around the horn, but it was only two and two. And hopefully they can take it around the horn right here. To the number eight man in the Spartan batting order. And Arnold. Brody set the pitch. Oh, he got him to chase it off speed. And around a call in for strike three. Two up, two down on strikeouts. And that'll bring up the third baseman, Tanner Peterson. He's grounded out to short, was hit by a pitch, and then he was the man that scored on the bases loaded walk last inning. But boy, what a change in the dynamic of this game already. You could keep it going here with a three-up, three-down sweep of the bottom of the order here for Lincoln East. And Brody Arnold set and the pitch. Swung on and fouled down the right field line. Well out of play. Strike one. And again, the key, throw strikes. Don't get yourself in trouble. And Carney got themselves in trouble. Both the starter, Lucas Wagner, in last inning with Arnold. In his second inning of relief. And the 0-1 pitch to Tanner Peterson. That one a little low and away for ball one. One and one. Back to the top of the order, Jeter Worthley. Like to save him for the sixth inning if Carney could. And Arnold gets set. 
Set up outside. The pitch sails outside. Ball two. Two and one. Again, don't want to get too crafty here with the number nine man. There's a reason Tanner is in that number nine hole. 2-1 pitch from Arnold. Fastball hit into center field. Should be playable for Foster. Wind blows his hat off. That doesn't bother him. He comes in and is able to haul it away. And for the first time today, Lincoln East goes three up, three down. No runs, no hits, no errors. Nobody left on base and two strikeouts for Brody Arnold. We go to the top of the sixth, tied at six between Carney and Lincoln East here on ESPN Tri-City. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how Family Physical Therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Looks like another pitching change for Lincoln East. They're going to go get Connor Johnson, uh, just a pitcher uh, located by what they put on their roster here. Connor, a junior, is going to come into the baseball game. So top of the order for Carney, Cole, Throckmorton, Carter Lee, Caleb Larson after his four-spot last inning. Keith Kanak just went one-third of an inning to uh, close things out there in the fifth. So, again, the third pitcher now, Connor Johnson, comes in in relief of Kanak, who came in after Chase Nelson couldn't get out of the sixth inning. So, Cole Throckmorton started the game off with a single and then has flown out to center the last two times up. But Carney now with the momentum. After being down 6-2, to two, they tied at 6th in a 1-2-3 inning on the mound for Brody Arnold to uh, set down East for the first time in this baseball game in order. Let's see if the top of the order can produce and get Carney the lead and possibly a win here over the number 10 Spartans looking for their third straight win. All right, the catcher Throckmorton settles in there, and Connor Johnson is ready to go. And the pitch is going to be a nice one over the outside, half for strike one. Good pitch there from Johnson. Throckmorton gets back in there and waves that bat. Looking for an opportunity to get another hit. The pitch swung on and poked foul. Out of play. Strike two. No balls and two strikes. Come back over and look at what Johnson has done this year. 1.5 ERA. Four and two-thirds innings, three hits, one earned run. And here's one fouled away again as he brought the foul fastball on the 0-2. Johnson making his fourth appearance of the season. Carter Lee is on deck, who's one for three. Caleb Larson, 0 for three. 
Nine hits in the ball game for Carney. Got a little protection from the bottom half of the order so far. The pitch is a sweeping changeup that sails outside. Ball one, one and two. Again, good pitch. When you're up in the count, 0-2, he didn't bounce it. He kept it up. It swept. Maybe something that you'll chase, but Throckmorton was able to stay back. The 1-2 pitch. Same pitch. That's across the plate, and it's going to be pulled foul. Strike two, 1-2, stays 1-2. So we're two hours into today's baseball game, and then they'll still try and get some JV in before loading the bus and heading back. We have got the NIT tonight with pregame at 8.15. Here's the pitch. Fastball called, strike three. Great pitch. Whether it caught the black or not, I don't know, but Throckmorton goes down on strikes for the first time in the ball game. Again at 8.30, pregame at 8.15. North Texas and Alabama-Birmingham in the men's NIT final from Las Vegas. Then tomorrow night we've got the women's final four. LSU, Virginia Tech at 6. Iowa, South Carolina will follow. The men's final four tips off at 5-10 on Saturday. The first game will be San Diego State against Florida Atlantic. Then about 8-10, it'll be Miami of Florida against Connecticut. The women's championship Sunday afternoon. The men's championship Monday night to wrap up the basketball season. As Carter Lee stands in there for the Bearcats. He's one for three at an RBI single in the second. Here's a poke down the right field line. Vasco does a good job laying out, knocks it down, throws to the pitcher, covering for out number two. Nice play by Vasco, who had the two-run home run in the first to take away what probably would have been another double from Carter Lee. As he goes 3-1, two up, two down, and Caleb Larson struck out of the first, grounded out to second in the second, and fouled out to the catcher in the fifth. Again, remember, Carney, First two men were retired in the fifth before they got four runs, had a hit patter, had a walk, and three straight doubles from Scala Foster and Novacek. Can they find that magic again in the sixth? First pitch is right in there for strike one. So kind of like the way Chase Nelson started the game, Connor Johnson is throwing a lot of strikes here in his first inning of work in the sixth. Next pitch is going to be just outside, ball one, one and one. And again, working that outside portion of the plate, trying to keep it low and away from the Carney batters. And Larson swings at a curveball. That's a beauty. Strike two, one and two. Well, Johnson's winning the battle here. He has thrown some good pitches to the top three men and trying to answer the one, two, three inning for the Spartans by setting down the Bearcats in order, and he's one pitch away from doing it. And he will get one just outside. Ball two, two balls, two strikes. Bryce Anderson is on deck if Larson can reach safely. Nobody on, two outs here in the top of the sixth at a 6-6 game. And the pitch to Larson from Connor Johnson. 2-2, skied into the air into short right field. The second baseman, Lassing's going to call it, and he'll be able to haul it in for out number three. So three up. Three down here in the top of the sixth inning. No runs, no hits, no errors, nobody left on. One strikeout in the inning for Connor Johnson. So we play seven, and that's if we're not tied. We go to the bottom of the sixth. We are tied at the moment. E6, Carney six. 
here on ESPN Tri-Cities and NewsChannelNebraska.com. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coating. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And as we come back, we've got another pitching change here. Brody Arnold did his job, went two innings, and now Aiden Poppy will tow the rubber here in the bottom of the sixth against the top of the order for Lincoln East. Jeter Wordley, Mason Gaines, and Garrett Springer. Wordley is one for two. He grounded to short, singled and scored to the second, and walked in the fourth. He'll take the first one here up and in, ball one. Take the next one high. Ball two. Both pitchers struggled in Lucas Wagner and Brody Arnold to the first couple guys that they faced with control. And hopefully, and that's kind of what's got them behind. Here's one that's hit towards right, and there's a base hit between first and second. So through the strike, and Wordley gets a leadoff single here to start the sixth inning in a 6-6 ball game. So he is two for four so far here this afternoon and into this evening on ESPN. Mason Keynes, 0 for 3, grounded to second, grounded to the pitcher, called out on strikes. And again, with two games coming up this weekend, everybody's fresh. You've had no games since last Saturday. But uh, Lucas Wagner threw a lot of pitches in the first three innings, now trying to survive here. And again, earlier today, Hastings went nine innings to beat Central City, 12-11, so you never know. Pitch is hammered towards right field. That is thumped, and that is gone. Mason Gaines absolutely turned and crushed it over the right field fence in the second home run of the ball game for Lincoln East. That's his first home run, and he's only the second Spartan to hit a home run this year. The odds were in favor of Carney, but Gaines drove it into the wind and a no-doubter over the right field wall, and that makes it 8-6 to six here in the bottom of the sixth, and still now nobody out. So Gaines with a home run, the second of the ball game, and that'll bring up Garrett Springer, the designated hitter. He was hit by a pitch in the first, he walked in the second, and he flew out to left in the fourth, and that is a gut punch for Carney. Off Aiden Poppy, we saw him start at home against Papillion La Vista earlier this month. And there's a fastball up for ball number one. 
So all you can do is clear the mechanism right there and try and get out of here without any further damage. You can get two, but more than that, pretty tough and high ball two. So fall behind 2-0, base hit, then fire one down the middle, clubbed to 84th Street, and we're over here on about 73rd. And now it's 2-0, and now it's 3-0. And just that quickly, what's going through the mind of young Aiden Poppy out there. Got to take a deep breath. Ovasco will be up next. He's trying to get this thing over with. Still one less hit than Carney. And the 3-0 pitch to Garrett Springer. They won't give him the automatic. It was just a little up in the zone. And a four-pitch walk. Brad Archer out of the dugout, but not going to the mound. He tells his first baseman, Nolan Smith, to go over and talk to him. I don't... Yeah, Coach Archer's looking over the bullpen. He's got somebody... Yeah, he got somebody warming up, but he wants to know if they're ready. And they're going to have to be ready. Now Coach Archer, that's going to be it. Poppy... That's probably going to be it as Archer is already, Coach Archer, walking towards the mound. So unfortunate outing today for Poppy. A single, a home run, and a walk. And Lincoln East leads it 8-6. to six. This pitching change brought to you by ENT Physicians of Kearney, taking care of you since 1994. Located where you need us, specializing in you. And maybe Bryce Anderson, who started the game as a DH, is coming in to pitch. We'll tell you more about it right after this. Five Points Bank has been your hometown bank for over 40 years, and now you can take us wherever you go. Mobile Deposit allows you to deposit checks from your smartphone or tablet with our free business banking app. And never pay for an ATM charge again with our MoneyPass app. It maps out ATMs near you that won't charge a fee because of its partnership with Five Points Bank. We're here to serve you in person and online, and that's why we're the better bank. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coating. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. As always, a big thank you to our many fine sponsors, bringing you Carney Baseball here on ESPN Tri-Cities. Bryce Anderson making his third appearance of the season with a 2.17 ERA. He's thrown nine and two-thirds innings and has walked two, struck out 15 in those nine and two-thirds innings. So Coach Brad Archer going to get his money reliever here to try to keep this within two. It didn't work out, unfortunately, for Aiden Poppy. The two-run home run by Mason Gaines, Lincoln East 8, Carney 6 here in the bottom of the sixth inning. And then the four-pitch walk to Springer. So a runner at first with nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth. Anderson, a lefty, a power pitcher, 
And Bryce kicks and fires, and it's going to be fouled just barely down the left field line. Everybody giving it a look, but it was foul as Scala runs it down, and looks like it might have skipped out of here. So it's 0-1. Anderson needs to keep the score where it's at. He knows it. Not going to be much of a lead over there at first, but we've seen plenty of opposite field shots. A.J. Vasco had one of those opposite field shots. It was a two-run home run in the first off the scoreboard. And the home run, he flew out to right, and then he singled in the fourth. Dangerous batter. Pitch bounces. <laughs> Even the umpire bailed out of there. And to the back stop, it goes in a wild pitch. We'll send Springer back to second. That baby just tried to throw the breaking ball and threw it straight into the ground. And so it's one and one. Nobody out here in the bottom of the sixth. And Avasco, again, right up on the plate, left-handed batter's box. And the pitch, swung on and a big swing, but popped high in the air. The wind will push it well out of play over the Lincoln East dugout. So it's now one ball and two strikes to Avasco with Joey Senstock on deck. And Senstock's been hot today. He's two for two with a walk. So the bulk of the offense right here for Lincoln East. And Bryce Anderson's got to throw the water on it, put the fire out, and he'll step off the mound. And some confusion is catcher Cole Throckmorton will head out there again. Carney's right back down here to Lincoln in a double duel hosted by North Star. Both of them will play the Millard schools, Millard South and then Millard West, who's undefeated and ranked number one going into tonight. And then on Monday, they're back down here to take on Lincoln Northeast. Next week, they go to Grand Island for that try with the Islanders at Norfolk. North Star and Lincoln High, then the conference tournament. They're not scheduled to be home again until April the 14th. This was supposed to be a home game. Anderson, the 1-2 pitch to Avasco. It's a fastball, but away. Good pitch, 2-2. Two and two. Trying to find a way to... Retire Avasco. The only time he was retired, it was a well-struck ball to right field. Now the two-ball, two-strike pitch to Avasco, and it bounces at the plate. Another wild pitch. Avasco offered at it, but not enough to have it called a strike. So back-to-back wild pitches is how Springer has got to third. Now the count is full on Avasco. Already hit his third home run earlier in this game. Again, the wind not howling at the moment, but still 15-20 to 20 here in Lincoln. Senstock next. Anderson's breaking ball breaks, but you got to not bounce it. And tough ones for Throckmorton to try and keep in front of him. So now the count worked full after it was 1-2. And the 3-2 pitch to Avasco is hammered to right center field, and that one might find its way, and it is off the base of the wall. One run will score. Avasco going to hustle for third, could have a play. They'll throw it to third, and he slides in there safely. And A.J. Avasco is a double short of the cycle. When you got to bring it to him, he knows what to do with it. And an RBI triple to A.J. Avasco, three across here in the bottom of the sixth, 9-6, Lincoln East, and Joey Senstock comes up. Singled and scored in the first, singled in the third, 
walked with the bases loaded in the fourth. And really the first time that East has done damage with less than two outs. All four runs in the first, the run in the second, and the run in the fourth were all with two outs. These are the first runs they've scored without two, and boy, have they scored. Strike one called here to Senstock. Anderson winds and fires. Again, another breaking ball, but this time it's knocked down by Throckmorton. One ball, one strike to Joey Senstock. The number five man in the order. Still no one retired here in the bottom of the sixth. Three across and another one 90 feet away for Lincoln East. After they saw their 4-1 lead evaporate, Anderson, fastball, through the thickets, but not far enough away. It might have actually bounced off the home plate umpire, and that wouldn't allow Vasco to come home. Ball two. Again, Ty Redinger and Throckmorton have kind of platooned back and forth as a starting catcher. Redinger would have been unavailable today anyway under the weather. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life, a location near you. Anderson kicks and fires, and it's fouled back into the screen. And it's two balls and two strikes. Like Anderson's fastball, he's got some got some movement on it. Don't forget when we're done, the new West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats, a coach interview, and get you on to the rest of your Thursday night. The 2-2 pitch from Anderson. Swung on, hit right at the shortstop, and Burns is able to say, this is my glove, and this is the ball, and they're all laughing out there because the hardest ones are the ones that are hit right at you, and I mean he didn't have time to flinch. The infield was drawn in to cut down a play at the plate, and Senstock hit it on the button, but Burns was able to have his glove in the way of the baseball, and that'll bring up Troy Peltz. Walked, fielder's choice, struck out. The lefty takes one for a strike as it sails over the outside half. Strike one. Might be the type of play that Carney needs because had he not caught that, that would have been a double in the left center field gap as deep as the outfield's playing. Anderson's pitch. Curve ball, pulled foul. Jumping on that one was Peltz, and it's 0-2. So Anderson has battled himself back here. Came into the game, gave up that triple on a 3-2 pitch to Avasco, then gets the line out to Senstock. Now ahead of the count, 0-2 to Peltz with Lassing on deck. Boy, strikeout here, huge. Try and leave that runner down at third. 0-2 pitch to Peltz, got to keep it in front of him, and a swing and a pop-up. Will it stay on the field to play? It's drifting out of play. And again, this is where Anderson has to be careful when he's ahead of that count. He likes to throw that big hook, breaking ball, and a couple of them have gotten away, and you don't want to do that here. You've pitched well enough to keep the run at third. Don't just give it to him. And again, it's 0-2 to Troy Peltz. Anderson kicks and delivers. It's a fastball up, ball one. That's better than bouncing it. One ball and two strikes. Again, the opening day of Major League Baseball. The Royals fell today by a score of 2 to nothing. Take a look at some others here for you in just a moment. The pitch from Anderson, and it's going to be clubbed into center field and falls in front of Foster for an RBI single. Again, that outfield was playing way deep and drilling it right back up the middle. Pelts with his first RBI and his first hit of the baseball game. The fourth run across in the inning and now back up by four is Lincoln East as they lead it 10-6. 
The Cardinals leading the Blue Jays 9-8 in the top of the ninth. Astros and White Sox scoreless in the third. Braves beat the Nationals 7-2. The Yankees beat the Giants 5-0. Baltimore over Boston 10-9. The Cubs shut out Milwaukee 4-0. The Rays over Detroit 4-0. Fastball low. Ball one. I know Coach Archer was sure hoping Bryce Anderson could come in there, be short on the number of pitches. He's walking over to the bullpen again to see if they're ready to go because with all that action coming up this weekend, you got to keep the pitch count right. Anderson throws to first, and they call a balk. They call a balk on Bryce Anderson, and that will allow Troy Peltz to truck down to second. And this might be one of those where you kind of throw the chips in and say it's just not going to happen tonight. Four in the first and four in the sixth. Two big innings here for Lincoln East. Still only one out as Owen Lacing calls time and gets out of the box. Singled in the first, grounded out to third in the third, struck out to start the fifth. But another big inning here for Lincoln East, looking for their fifth win of the year. And the pitch by Anderson is going to be Hit high in the air towards left field, coming over, coming over, and it's going to blow about two feet out of bounds, or out of bounds, out of the field of play over there as Bo Scala got all the way to the fence. But that wind, anything that's going towards left is going to get blown out of here, or blown at least a little farther than it should. And it's strike one to Owen Lassie. Harrison Beeser is on deck. Carney needs to get out of here. And the pitch. Off speed. Drops in there for strike number two. One ball, two strikes. Four across, and Pelt stands at second. Ten to six. Here on ESPN Tri-Cities. KXPN Carney, KICS Hastings, and Bryce Anderson kicks and fires a pitch that swung on and missed. So Anderson gets his first strike out of the ball game. And two down of the number eight man and eighth man to come to the plate, Harrison Beaster. But here comes Brad Archer. And following him out of the dugout for Carney High is going to be Gavin Goodner to try and get the final out. And this is all about pitch count, folks. It's not, well, what's he doing? Well, you want to make sure that you keep that pitch count so that Bryce can throw as many pitches as they want coming up on Saturday. So we've got one out to go here in the bottom of the sixth. It is East 10, Carney 6. This call to the bullpen brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney. Synergize from Ag Explorer International is your all-in-one drift control defoamer, surfactant, and ammonium salts with a water conditioner and absorption activator. Synergize is the number one AMS replacement on the market. Over 30 million acres worldwide have made the right choice with Synergize. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical today for a dealer in your area to get Synergize, NutriPack, Enzone, and other great products from Ag Explorer International. 308-468-6206. At Johnson Landscape, we don't just see landscapes. We see dreamscapes. Sprinklers with precision. Plants with purpose. Outdoor living for new beginnings. For over 25 years, this has been our passion with unmatched quality, precision, and expertise. At Johnson Landscape, every project is like our own, and every customer like family. Build your dreamscape today with Johnson Landscape. 
kick off spring in a new Jeep during the Jeep Celebration Event at Tom Dinsdale CDJR. Lease a 2022 Jeep Gladiator Overland loaded with premiums for just $489 a month for 42 months. Enjoy the open air in the only vehicle that's all pickup and all Jeep. Find yours at Tom Dinsdale CDJR on Hastings North Side or at TomDinsdaleCDJR.com. $4,999 in first payment due at signing. Tax title license extra. 10,000 mile per year lease. Does your business need help financing new construction equipment, trucks, or trailers? Or do you need financing for a new motorhome, fifth wheel, or ATV? Currency is here to help. Just fill out an application and Currency Finance will find a lender offering the best rates and terms. Visit GoCurrency.com for details. Offers may vary and arranged by Express Tech Financing, LLC, DBA, currency pursuant to CFL license 60DB0-54873. Alex Wilhelm will step in and bat as a pinch hitter. Another left-hander here for Lincoln East as Gavin Goodner is the new pitcher of record for Kearney High, the fifth of the game, the third of the inning. Goodner making just his second appearance so far on the season. Went two innings in his first appearance. Just trying to get the final out here of the sixth. 10-6, to six, Lincoln East. Runner at second, and the lefty brings it home for called strike one. To Wilhelm. 0-1. So Wilhelm comes in there, and so far on the season, Wilhelm has hit 182 in his multiple plate appearances. And the pitch to Wilhelm. Out of the lefty. Brings home another one over the outside corner. Picking it both times. Strike two. So 0-2 Goodner. Lucas Wagner three innings. Brody Arnold two. Aiden Poppy was unable to record an out. Bryce Anderson two-thirds of an inning. And Goodner trying to get the final third here. And hope that they get a chance to pitch in the seventh. And the 0-2 pitch from Goodner is going to be fouled back. So he's throwing strikes. Tanner Peterson would be next. Spartans are trying to bat around here in the sixth. It's the exact same thing that happened in the first. They sent eight men to the plate in the first and scored four. This is the eighth man in the sixth. They've scored four, and another man setting it second. The 0-2 pitch from Gavin Goodner is going to be swung on and missed, so he comes in and got the strikeout, and that'll be it here in the bottom of the sixth. So nice job to uh, pull down Wilhelm, but the damage already done. Four runs here in the inning, including the two-run home run by Mason Gaines, a triple by Avasco. They're able to do it on four hits. Carney did not have an error, and there was one man left on base. We go to the top of the seventh, Lincoln East 10, Carney 6. You're listening to Bearcat Baseball on ESPN Tri-Cities. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life. With several locations in Kearney and surrounding areas. Ask your doctor how family physical therapy can improve your quality of life. Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, excellence in rehabilitation, is a very proud supporter of all of our area athletes, in and out of the game. Locations serving Kearney, Lexington, Minden, Ravana, and Wood River. Take advantage of all the opportunities modern agriculture has to offer. Nutrient Ag Solutions can help you every step of the way, providing a comprehensive portfolio of innovative products, enhanced digital tools, and unmatched customer service, plus global resources and local expertise to help you lead the field this season and beyond. 
contact your local crop consultant or visit NutrienAgSolutions.com. When experience matters, ENT Physicians and Family Hearing at Kearney has physicians who are devoted to the medical and surgical treatment of ear, nose, throat, head, and neck disorders in adults and children, providing the community with otolaryngology and audiology services since 1994, along with speech therapy services. With our main office located in Kearney and nine satellite locations located throughout central Nebraska, we provide the highest quality care. See Dr. Conley, Dr. Blaka, Dr. Johnson, and Dr. Smith at Kearney ENT and see why experience matters to us, specializing in you. All right, we are ready to go to the top of the seventh. Carney must score four. And in for the second inning for East is Connor Johnson. Had a good sixth inning, one, two, three. And here he'll throw ball one. Gavin Goodner, because he came in for Bryce Anderson, has to stay in there and bat. So they'll miss the big stick of Anderson. He's also a lefty, and this pitch is in there for strike one. So it's one and one to Gavin Goodner, then Nolan Smith and Bo Scala, two of the better hitters for Carney, just trying to find a way to get Goodner on base here after he came in and faced one batter and struck him out to end the sixth. Here he'll foul it back, strike two, one and two to uh, Gavin Goodner. And this will be his first at-bat of the season. He has been to the plate, but doesn't have an official at-bat. And he's down on the count one-two here to get things off in the seventh. Pitch sails away, ball two, two and two. To the senior, Gavin Goodner. Johnson, the third batter, or third pitcher of the game, and now he gets to be the pitcher of record and get out of here possibly with the win. The two-two pitch to Goodner. Fastball out, ball three. And the count is full. So Goodner, then Smith and Scala. They hope Foster and Novacek can just keep it rolling. 3-2 pitch from Connor Johnson to Goodner. And it's going to be swung on, chopped over the mound. It's going to be a tough play, and it's going to be an infield single for Gavin Goodner. The second baseman, Lacing, got to it just as it hit the outfield turf. But enough to get on and a leadoff single here in the seventh to get things started for Carney High. And both teams now with 10 hits in this baseball game. Carney was down 4-0 after 1, 6-2 after 4. They scored 4 in the 5th to tie it, within the 4 in the bottom of the 6th for Lincoln East. And that'll bring up Nolan Smith. Struck out in the 1st, flew out to short right to the 1st baseman in the 3rd, and then walked and scored in the 5th. So Smith looking for his first hit. He'll take a swing and foul it back into the parking lot here. <laughs> Pretty close. It didn't quite make it to the parking lot. And again, they're going to try and play some JV baseball after this. Depends how many innings they can get in. Good crowd considering the day on the road here for Carney. In the blankets now after it was 75 when we started this game. The wind has made it cold, and here's strike two. 0-2 as that one hit the outside corner. So 0-2 to Smith with Bo Scala on deck. Lead-off single for Goodner. Smith trying to stir the pot here a little bit. Get something heated up for Carney in the top of the seventh and give him a chance. And Connor Johnson throws to first. Not much of a lead. Threw over there just to have something to do, I believe. Because Goodner... No need to go anywhere. Short lead. And the 0-2 pitch. Curve ball, and he got him. Came inside, and it caught the corner of the plate, says our home plate umpire, John Maxwell. 
And there is the second strikeout, both called strikes by pitcher Connor Johnson. And that'll bring up the left fielder, Bo Scala. Hit by a pitch and scored in the second, fouled out to the first baseman in the third, and then had a two RBI double and scored in the fifth when Carney got three straight doubles. And here's one inside and it hit him. The same pitch that just struck out Smith, he tried to throw again and it didn't break and it hits Bo Scala. So we've had a number of hit batsmen on both sides. That's the third hit batsman for Carney. And we've had two plunked by Carney pitching. And now Quinn Foster will come up. And we are going to get the courtesy runner here for Carney. Owen Fritzen is back in. And Scala will check out. That would be a switch for a pinch runner, as you can sub for pitcher and catcher. Left fielder is Scala. So Foster struck out of the second, ground rule double in the fourth, and an RBI double in the fifth. Trying to keep this thing rolling, the pitch. Swung on, check swing at the plate. Foster didn't see where it went. It dribbles foul down the first baseline. As he kind of bailed his head out of there, and it went off his bat for a foul ball, strike one. Griffin Novacek would be next, and Novacek is two for three today with a double. Lincoln East 10, Carney 6, top of the seventh, and what will be the final inning if Carney can't get at least four? Connor Johnson, the pitch, outside, ball one. Good fastball, but it missed, one and one to Quinn Foster. Owen Fritzen at first as a courtesy runner, Gavin Goodner at second, one out here in the top of the seventh inning. And the pitch. Curve ball hit towards right field and pretty well hit, but not too well because camping under it is going to be Harrison Beaster. And he'll haul it in. I assume Beaster got back in the ball game. Can't tell. They pinch hit for him last time. But Foster put the ball in play. Unfortunately, didn't find the gap that time, and Carney's down to its final out. Novacek got his second hit of the year in the second inning and scored and then had an RBI double that he just kind of golfed over the first baseman's head last inning, or in the fifth inning, excuse me, to finish out the scoring. So the tie run is still in the on-deck circle in Garrison Burns, and the first pitch here is swung on and missed by Novacek, strike one. The New West Post game show coming up whenever we're done. Can Novacek keep it alive for Carney High? Four and two for East, two and four for Carney. Mirror records. The pitch to Novacek behind him. It didn't hit him, unfortunately, which would have brought the tying run to the plate, but it does go to the backstop, and that's a wild pitch, which will allow Goodner to go to third. And then Fritzen, the courtesy runner, down to second. And again, at the time, those guys don't mean anything, but there is no force out, so you would have on a ground out, have to throw it to first. You wouldn't get to short out to second or third, so that gives you a little bit more flexibility here. Count is one and one to the right fielder, Griffin Novacek. Been pretty quiet for him defensively today. He's looking for his third hit of the ball game. They shade him to pull the pitch. Swung out right back up the middle. That's going to be a two RBI single as they'll send both of them and no even attempt to bring it home. And it's 10-8, Novacek at three for four day. More hits in this game than he's had all season long. And two more RBI for Novacek. 
And now the tying run comes to the plate with two outs here in the top of the seventh inning. And it'll be Garrison Burns. He singled in a run in the second. He flew out to right in the fourth. They pinch hit Keegan Brand for him in the fifth. And when Carney High's been beaten outside of Pius, they kind of got thumped their first three games. Here's a ground ball foul pulled over by Coach Brad Archer. Strike one. Throckmorton would be on deck. And you'd have to figure Burns couldn't do anything here to tie the game. So he's just trying to get aboard safely and keep the line moving here for Carney. The pitch, curveball, pulled down the third base on its fair. It's going to be down the left field line. They're going to try and get to third base. The throw coming into third, and it's going to be a double. Down the left field line, Carney is stacking doubles, and the tying run is at second base by the number nine hitter, Garrison Burns, jumping on the changeup. It's fun, folks. Can they finish it? And now the catcher is going to go out and talk to Johnson, who, again, Kind of like the starter, Chase Nelson, throwing a lot of strikes. Got some good breaking stuff, but keeps him around the zone. And Carney's putting the ball in play. And Coach Lanick saying, move over. He's going to take his left fielder way off the line here for Cole Throckmorton, which is a little strange since Throckmorton's only hit of the ball game was a pull right over the third base bag, just like what we saw right there from Burns. And now we are going to have a trip to the mound but I don't think we're going to get a change here. We'll find out. So two outs in the top of the seventh, two across, and the tying run standing at second base. 10-8 in favor of Carney, and now you just have to be alert as a base runner. You don't want to get picked off. You don't want to get thrown out trying to score from second if it's not a possibility to score. And, of course, Brad Archer will be good over there and he might just gamble no matter what you got a great catcher at home and jeter worthily going to play division one ball but it has been a back and forth affair and now it's on the bat of cole throckmorton carter lee on deck he wants to bat here in the seventh inning that would mean really good things for carney if carter lee could get one more chance but throckmorton is one for four he was called out on strikes to start the sixth inning when connor nelson came into the baseball game so here we go. The meeting on the mound is over. And Connor Johnson ready to throw the first pitch to Throckmorton. It's right down the middle, fouled to the opposite field and out of play. Strike one. 0-1. Oh Carney trying to rally from four down for the second time in this baseball game and keep the winning streak going. And it's on the bat of the catcher, Cole Throckmorton, right here against the third pitcher of the game and Connor Johnson. And the 0-1 pitch, they're going to throw to third. Well, closer than maybe it should have been, but not too close where he had to worry. Diving back in there was Griffin Novacek. He's at third. Burns is at second. That's the tying run. And the 0-1 to Throckmorton on the way, and it's going to be poked right at the first baseman of Asco, and that ends the baseball game. Carney had found a few holes throughout the afternoon and evening, but that was right at the excellent first baseman in A.J. Avasco, and that will end the baseball game. Carney's able to pick up two runs here in the inning, and they did that on three hits, and there were no errors. Two men left on base.
And that'll be the final score here today. Lincoln East 10, Kearney 8. The 10th-ranked Spartans are 5-2. and two. The Bearcats are 2-5 and five and will face two more top-10 teams Saturday here in Lincoln with undefeated top-ranked defending champion Millard West and Millard South. Doug Guda with you on ESPN Tri-Cities and the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show will be coming up next here on ESPN. We'll have a chance to run down the final stats, talk with the Kearney assistant coach, and uh, get you on your way. Stay with us. At Broadfoot Sand and Gravel of Kearney, we've been moving and building your earth for years. Broadfoot produces and delivers sand and gravel and specializes in excavation, dirt work, site preparation, demolition, and snow removal. With two pit locations to save you time and money. Call Broadfoot Sand and Gravel today. Whether you need a little rock or a lot for landscaping, driveway building, business, or residential, Broadfoot is the only name you need. Let the professionals move and improve the earth for you. This broadcast is made possible in part by Tillotson Enterprises, committed to being Nebraska's leader in spray-on roof coatings, interior foam insulation, concrete lifting, foundation repair, waterproofing, and concrete floor coating. They provide highly skilled crews, exceptional customer service, and the honesty and integrity their customers deserve. They use the latest equipment and small, well-trained crews closely supervised to get a level of quality not always found among the contractors who will be asking for your business. For more information, go to Trust. Tillotson.com. For professional service to keep your business running smoothly, call Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. Don't let your financial accounts become overtaxing. Let Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle take care of the accounting while you worry about taking care of your business. They can do it all, from a large company to small businesses. They make it a priority to do the best to help take the stress out of the numbers. Best of luck to all the area athletes in tonight's game from Hellman, Maine, Costler, and Cottle. And Doug Duda back with you here on ESPN Tri-Cities. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Close but no cigar. Carney never did get the lead today. They played from behind most of the game, and they fall 10-8. to They were down 4-0 after one. Got four in the fifth after they trailed six to two. Gave up four in the bottom of the sixth, 10-6. Got two runs in the seventh inning and ended up having the tying run at second base, but a line out to the first baseman by Cole Throckmorton ended this one. Connor Johnson will get the win in relief on the mound after the game ended up getting tied. He was the pitcher of record. Chase Nelson did a fine job, but ended up giving up those six runs. And for Carney, five Pitchers went today. Lucas Wagner uh, went three innings. Brody Arnold went two. Aiden Poppy will end up getting the loss. Uh, he gave up a two-run home run to Mason Gaines that broke a 6-6 tie in the bottom of the sixth, and East went on to score four runs in that inning. Let's go ahead and take a look at some of our final numbers as we wait to chat with one of the uh, Kearney assistant coaches here at Den Hartog Field. It looks like Josh Redmond is uh, making his way to our broadcast position on the New West Post Game Show. Carney actually out hit Lincoln East today, 12 to 10, but no errors in the ball game for Lincoln East compared to three for Carney High. And Coach Assistant Coach Redmond joins us here. And dang it, yeah. <laughs> you know, just getting that first inning not scoring in the top of the first, and then all the runs coming with two outs, albeit you got all your runs in the fifth inning uh, with two outs. Just 
some things that maybe you thought Saturday had been taken care of kind of cropped back up here today. Lucas got to a lot of three-ball counts, had to get him out of the game early. There's all kinds of things we can point at here, but the kids kept battling to come back in this one. Yeah, you know, it, it's tough. You start that uh, inning out where you give it four in the bottom of the first, and uh, Wags will be the first to tell you that you get, get him those three-ball counts because his pitch count up, and he's been working on that. And, uh, you know, he has these little goals that he has during the game and fill it up, and he's going to keep working on that too. So, you know, First inning didn't go the best for us, but we've kind of seen this where we have these little lapses early in games. But over the last couple of games, we were able to tag them back right away. So and that keeps you in the game. It keeps the kids in the game in the dugout, which is big. And then you give a, you're, you have a little dog left in the fight towards the end. The kids are putting the bat on the ball now. I mean, East had some guys that threw a lot of strikes. They're around the zone a lot. So sometimes that can be easier to put the bat on the ball. But vastly improved here the last couple of weeks in that, that department. Yeah, that's one thing that we've um, given a lot of praise on. It's, you know, we early on we had like 10, 11 strikeouts a couple of games, and those numbers are way down. I think we, last I look, we're at four or five. And you see a lot of that with um, with two strike counts putting balls in play and fouling off pitches. I think Larson had a six, seven, eight uh, pitch at bat. And, that you know, that puts pressure back on the pitcher on the mound and takes a little pressure off us on the on the plate, and that allows us to... Uh, free a little bit more sw- free swing a little bit more freely you guys in the times that i've watched last year this year lucas was laboring in the first i saw that earlier this year at the papio game you guys kind of just say we're talking to you from the dugout you know what we need there's no need for me to walk out here and pat you on right. the butt and say throw strikes yep and that, that uh, <laughs> coach Connell will be the first one to tell you he goes when you're when you're in those situations where you're a lot of three ball counts because I can't tell you a whole lot. You know, we can make adjustments per inning, but a lot of it's being a competitor on the mound, and that has worked. It's it's, it's allowing those pitchers to kind of compete within themselves, get them out of sticky situations. But then later on in the season, when you're in those sticky situations, you've been through it, right? So you have an opportunity to compete within yourself there. Coach Archer told us in the pregame, I think we're finally catching up to seeing live pitching. Yep. Which he was saying, you can be in the cage all you want, but. With our youngsters, we weren't there. Quinn Foster has a great game uh, today. He's got uh, Griffin Novacek had more hits today than he had all season yep. long. When you get some of that speed, maybe some of the kids that started the year at the top of the lineup moved down, and now they're hitting the baseball a little bit more, and you're going to have two tough ones coming up uh, this weekend. Just the overall thought on, on what you're seeing here from your baseball team. Yeah, you know, it's it's a it's a progress. You know, it's early in the spring. Uh, we got five inches of snow on Sunday. So, I mean, it's it's a lot of cage time. Um, and you can do a lot in the cages, but, you know, nothing beats seeing live pitching. And we've been doing live pitching in the bullpens and things like that, but it's in a limited capacity where you don't get the real game situations. So, as we get going here, um, you know, as the season progresses, it's good to kind of focus on, you know, what we're doing well. And we said it earlier with um, two-strike counts, you know, getting balls in play. And then pitchers, obviously, on the mound, too, working through those situations. All right, uh, Josh, we'll let you go. It's uh, the start of a – because this was supposed to be home week, it just wasn't. <laughs> it's on the road now. We're on the road till after conference tournament unless a couple of these get made up. So yep. it's a long stretch. I uh, hope you enjoy the bus. Appreciate being here. Thanks, Thanks. man. That's Coach Josh Redmond, assistant coach for the Carney High Bearcats. They come up on the wrong side of today's 10-8 decision to Lincoln East. We'll give you a look at the final numbers right after this on the new West Post Game Show. Five Points Bank has been proudly serving the Tri-City area for decades, and we are continuously finding ways to make your banking experience easy and enjoyable. We offer the best of both worlds with kind and welcoming employees in the bank while creating a strong online presence to accommodate your busy lifestyle. 
Our innovative technology adds layers of security while being easily accessible to all age groups. Stop into the Better Bank to learn more today. Isn't it time you start treating your eyesight as the precious gift it is? Make your appointment at Optical Gallery in Kearney with one of the biggest frame selections, including names like Tom Ford, Mark Jacobs, Oakley, and Maui Jim. You will be seeing yourself in style. Open Monday through Friday with evening appointments available. Personal, professional, quality eye care. Optical Gallery. We'll help you see the difference. Make an appointment today with Dr. Mandy Johnson. And as always, a big thank you to the many fine sponsors that allow us to bring you high school baseball. They're trying to get things rolling to get a few junior varsity innings in here between Kearney and Lincoln East. And just glad you're along with us. Let's take a look at the uh, unofficial final numbers that we had in the baseball game here this afternoon. First off for Lincoln East, Jeter Wordley ended up being two for three with two singles, two uh, runs scored, and a walk. Mason Gaines was 0 for 3 until he blasted that two-run home run in the bottom of the sixth well over the right field wall. So 1 for 4 with the two RBIs. Garrett Springer in the ball game reached three times but was hit by a pitch and walked twice, so he officially was 0 for 1 with two runs scored. A.J. Avasco, the two-run home run in the first, the RBI triple in the sixth. He was 3 for 4 with three RBIs in the game and made the catch there to end the game defensively on the lineout. Joey Senstock, he was solid tonight. Uh, he was two for three, and the only time he was out, he lined out to Burns at shortstop, who was trying to protect himself and not get killed on the line out there in the sixth. But he also had an RBI and a run scored. Troy Peltz, uh, he ended up getting a single and driving in a run there in the sixth. He also walked and scored a run, so he was one for three. Owen Lassing. Uh, singled in the first, ended up going 1 for 4. Harrison Beaster was 0 for 3. Alex Wilhelm as a pinch hitter, 0 for 1. And Tanner Peterson was hit by a pitch and 0 for 2. Ten runs on ten hits. There were three Carney errors, and two of those Carney errors were on hustle plays, uh, trying to turn a double play and trying to throw a man out in the hole where you overthrew. It got by the first baseman twice, and the runner went to second. So they weren't two of those errors, at least, were not on plays uh, where they allowed somebody to get on. The other one was a throw from left field that got all the way to the backstop uh, that uh, Throckmorton just couldn't track down. So none of those three errors, unlike what we've seen in some of the previous games, allowed base runners. They just allowed base runners to advance on. And then seven men left on base here today for Lincoln East. East improves to 5-2 and two on the season. They go to Omaha Creighton Prep tomorrow. Then Saturday they go to Central City Fullerton Centura. And uh, they'll be gone for a while. In fact, they don't have a home game until the hack tournament. They may not have a home game the rest of the year. Uh, the next one is the 21st during their own Lincoln East tournament. For Carney High in a baseball game today, Cole Throckmorton, single to start the baseball game, lined out to end it. He ended up one of five in the contest here this afternoon. Carter Lee had a single in the second inning, ended up being one for four with one RBI. Caleb Larson was 0 for four. Bryce Anderson got to the plate three times. He was hit by a pitch, singled, one run scored, so he ended up being one for two. And then Gavin Goodner, in his only appearance there to start the seventh, had a uh, base hit, an uh, infield single. Nolan Smith ended up being 0 for three with a walk and a run scored. Bo Scala hit by a pitch, a double, 
and hit by a pitch again. And he scored all three times he got on. That double drove in two, so a two-RBI double there, and he had three runs scored in the baseball game. Quinn Foster was two for four with two doubles, a run scored and an RBI. Griffin Novacek, three base hits today, including an RBI double in the fifth, a two-RBI single in the seventh. He singled and scored back in the second. Great night for Griffin Novacek and for Garrison Burns. He was two for three, including a double in the seventh inning that gave him a chance to tie it but uh, couldn't get him in. And that's how the ball game ends. Eight runs, 12 hits, zero Lincoln East errors, and eight men left on base. Carney left a pair on in the first and a pair on in the seventh, and they end up falling here by a score of 10-8. to And as we've said multiple times, the Bearcats come back to Lincoln to face defending state champion, undefeated in top-ranked Millard West and Millard South on Saturday. They are not scheduled to be back home until the 14th against Fremont. We'll keep you up to date as we get towards conference and all these makeup games that uh, should be back at Memorial Field. And keep it here for more home games, conference district for Kearney High. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Basketball from here on through Monday, the NIT men's final, Alabama, Birmingham, and North Texas tonight at 8.30. This is Doug Duda saying thanks for joining us. Again, the final score, Lincoln East 10, Kearney 8, here on ESPN. Ag Explorer International is providing the agriculture industry with the highest quality products at the best value, like NutriPack with its state-of-the-art chemistry. NutriPack increases growth activity in the four major parts of plant development, roots, stems, leaves, and fruit. If it is green and grows, NutriPack is a product for you. Contact Mid-Nebraska Chemical for a dealer in your area to get synergized NutriPack and Enzone from Ag Explorer, 308-468-6206. Is back pain keeping you from doing the activities you enjoy? Is hip, knee, or ankle pain making even the shortest walks difficult? Is hand, wrist, or finger pain making you cut tasks short or take frequent pauses? New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery is here to tell you that you don't have to live with the pain. With training in a wide range of specialties, New West has the doctor to get you back into the game. Schedule your appointment today. No referral is necessary. All major insurances accepted. Thank you for being a part of this ESPN Tri-Cities High School Sports presentation. For a complete broadcast schedule, coaches' interviews, and past game recordings, head to newschannelnebraska.com. And thanks for listening to ESPN Tri-Cities.